0: Hey, this is Devin Adams from the Happy Little Heroclix YouTube channel. Just giving a quick shout-out. Congratulations, guys, on your 200th episode. I am Mike Anderson. I'm Chris Jepson.
1: And I'm Jake Robinson with the Rule of Three podcast. And like Trinity War Superman, Dial H for Heroclix is the best podcast that is and ever will be.
0: This is Professor Erks from the Alpha Strike Heroclix on YouTube, and you're listening to Dial H for Heroclix, the
2: home of Bad Samaritan, the best game in podcast land. This is Mr. Clicks and you are listening to Dial H for Heroclicks, the premier podcast for
3: laughs and Heroclicks-related news. This is Edward Shelton, a.k.a. Dark Logos from Starting Over Podcast. It turns out the sequel can be used just as good as the original. You're listening to Dial H for Heroclicks. My, my, my,
4: my
5: Dial H for Heroclicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all of the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome to Dial H for HeroClicks, a podcast that brings you up-to-date information about the game of HeroClicks and other nerd-related content. I'm your host, Chris Britton. This is episode 200, and joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Okay, for our first real segment that we are going to get onto, how about we go looking for a little thing called a hidden gem.
1: But wait, wow, that looks like a diamond.
5: <laughs> so how hidden gem work is uh, we like to go back and look at a figure that wasn't really talked about that much when a set came out. But uh, as it got older it started to shine a little bit more, and uh, people should have been talking about this, but generally overshadowed by the meta when it came out. So let's go back to a figure from a set called Wolverine and the X-Men. Calder, do you remember what was always talked about constantly in this set?
6: Oh, there's that first time we ever got a gambit in forever. There was the uh, the whole bit with Spiral and her... Jumping across the map, shenanigans. Phantom X and Eva, they were huge. I know I got my main man, Flatman, in that set.
5: Oh, don't forget about Big Bertha. Big Bertha, yeah.
6: The chases, people went nuts. And they're still expensive chases. The Phoenix 5. Yeah, no, the set, was good. So, yeah, this was a
5: really good set, really good set. But I want to talk about a character that, even though it was a super rare, it did get talked about a little bit. It actually has gotten better since this set has come out. And that super rare is going to be Professor X and Magneto. Okay, so why would we care about this figure now? Well, the answer is they changed how the Brotherhood of Mutants team ability and the X-Men team ability works. And because they did and because what this figure does, which we'll get into, it made your future X-Men or Brotherhood of Mutants teams even better so let's get into this okay 133 points with both of those four mentioned team abilities okay you have no special combat symbol other than the duo attack ability seven range one bolt starts top dial with 10 speed running shot 10 attack a special attack power 17 defense which is pretty solid still with super senses and a three damage with outwit has a trait called The Origin of the Split. This is really cool. During your first turn, and for the rest of the game, other friendly characters that possess either the Brotherhood of Mutants or the X-Men keyword or team ability also possesses the Brotherhood of Mutants and the X-Men keywords and team abilities. So, you want to run an X-Men team. That's great. Most of your X-Men... Uh, don't have the Brotherhood of Mutants team ability. Now, back when this figure came out, the team ability only gave free movement to the Brotherhood of Mutants characters. So that wasn't really that good. But now, because they changed it, which reads now, when this character hits an opposing character with an attack roll of 10 through 12, okay, after resolutions remove an action token from this character. So, just by this duo being on the map, If you're running an X-Men theme team or a Brotherhood theme team, you have a chance every time you attack with any of your characters to go 10 through 12. You get an action token, and then you remove an action token. So those characters without any willpower or endom, they're going to take pushing damage still, but you're going to get to take an action token off. Not only that, they changed the X-Men team ability. So those characters that don't have the X-Men team ability – but do have the X-Men keyword, which there are quite a few of them out there, believe it or not. I did check. They now have the X-Men team ability running with this duo. Um, And then on top of that, they change the X-Men team ability so it sometimes doesn't deal damage to you. So that's pretty cool. Um, We do have the Brotherhood of Mutants, New Mutants, Scientists, and X-Men keywords. Uh, for that, but for 133 points, you may be saying, Well, I don't want to just get that team ability or that trait to make my team a little bit better. Well, there's a little bit more going on on this dial as well. Um, the special attack power that I mentioned that runs the first three clicks of the dial says, You're a mutant too. Professor X and Magneto can use mind control and penetrating psychic blast. Once per turn, when they hit with either one after actions resolve, they may use the other as a free action.
6: That is stupid good.
5: So, hey, guess what? Remember that Brotherhood of Mutants team ability that triggers on an attack roll? An attack roll, okay, of 10 through 12. You get you get to do this with Mind Control and Pinside. So, this is fantastic. Oh, and don't forget that they did remove the damage depletion modifier for uh, duo team, uh, duo figures. So that's even better. So any figure that has the duo attack ability is now inherently better because they got rid of the damage depletion modifier. So that's awesome. Uh, and then, let's see, this cli- this dial is uh, eight clicks long. So the first three clicks look the same. Running shot, super senses, outweighed on all three clicks of those. Um, now, the attack could be a little better, okay? I admit that. But one of the best things about uh, X-Men sets or X-Men keyworded teams is that there's actually a lot of probability control with X-Men. So, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Cable, etc. I think Dupe has probability oh, yeah. control. You've got all kinds of characters that you can throw on an X-Men team with probability control to offset this attack power. So, that's good.
6: Also, and all those Headmasters with Perplex is going to be super helpful, too.
5: Amazing point. Good job. Um, and then we also have. So, those are the first three clicks. We have five more clicks. Uh, Click four and five, you have stealth, incapacitate, barrier, which is kind of cool, and then uh, shape change on those two clicks. And then the last three clicks introduces a little weird thing that's going on. We got sidestep pulse wave, okay, energy shield deflection, so it's 16 on click six, so 18 from range. Two damage, and then you're going to have a special damage power called leaders of two movements. Professor X and Magneto can use leadership. When they succeed, they may instead remove an action token from each of two adjacent characters that share a keyword with them. Until your next turn, one of those characters modifies its attack value by plus one and defense by negative one, and the other character modifies its attack by negative one and the defense value by plus one. So that's just fun, okay? (laughs) I don't know how that would come in handy or you can bank on that, but I just really like how it was – it's fun and, and different and zany. But um, they did change leadership since this character has come out, so you're going to automatically get the plus one. That's fantastic. Um, but also notice how it says for, it shares a keyword with them. Now, here's the thing you should know. That trait, it takes effect first turn, so it's not during force construction. So if you do want to run a team with a mixture of Brotherhood of Mutants and X-Men keyworded figures – you're not going to get theme prop. But, like I said, there are multiple X-Men with probability control, but then there are also some great Brotherhood of Mutants characters that have probability control, like Destiny.
4: Mm. So,
5: I think this is a fantastic piece. I think that it's better now than what it was. And for those of you out there that are huge X-Men fans... I, if you don't have this figure, I recommend maybe getting a hand uh, on this figure. I checked. Cool Stuff, Inc. is selling this for 5 bucks right now, so that's pretty sweet. Um, they've got a few of them still in stock, so this might be a figure out there for those X-Men keyworded teams. And uh, I guess on the gemstone ranking list of this, uh, since this is a hidden gem, this is probably closer to a nice emerald, I'd say. mmm I think it's a really good, really good figure. Indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> uh, so, mm, Yes. Yes, quite. Uh, what, so, do you have anything you want to say about this figure before we move on?
6: I really like it. I mean, I forgot it existed. Yeah, this is actually going to be really fun to play. I, I was just, as you were mentioning all the different team abilities and stuff, but, you know, handing out to X-Men and Brotherhood, I was like, man, there would be some... I've tried to make a Brotherhood team lately, and there's really not enough pieces that make, like, a... Like, for me, a really sweet team, but this would be a sick inclusion. I really like it. And that leadership power is actually really cool. kind of shows that the Brotherhood is more offensive and the X-Men are more defensive in the way they think, if you kind of look at it like that.
5: Right, it's just fun. I... And then think of all of the newer X-Men figures that have been made that are very low point cost, 50-point figures, that... Uh-huh. Even if they don't have the X-Men team ability, if you run it on the same team as this, they're going to automatically get that team ability. They're going to get the Brotherhood of Mutants team ability. And you might just be taking action tokens off your own people all the time if you roll well enough. Chisel. Cool beans. All right. Well, there is your hidden gem. So let's move on to another segment here at the Dial H Studio that we like to call the Value Corner.
6: We're going down to the corner. Getting back to the, uh, the, the roots, the, the silver age roots. There's still a little, little speck of silver on that corner there. And, you know, we like to put a little bit of paint on the, on the corner, give it a new coat, but now we're, we're going back. Not too far back, but we're going back to a time that was, this may be simpler. So this figure, I'm trying to sell you here, great team ability. It's got shield. Four range, two bolts, 52 points. Uh, this is what I love about these, these old figures They got these weird point values I would say it's odd, but technically it's even And we'll get into a whole thing about it <laughs> They got weird point values, and that's the best part No special combat symbols Don't need them I say that every week, but trust me Trust me on this Two, two little special things No traits Who needs traits, alright Improved movement Ignores elevated and hindering terrain I already love it. Take my money. But not yet. We'll, we'll get there. Special movement power on three out of the five clicks. On the first click, the third click, and the fifth click. So it alternates with normal stealth. This character can use stealth. So it's got stealth the entire dial. Well, bada-bing, bada-boom, there you go. When they're adjacent to a friendly character with a higher point value, remember, this character is only 52 points, it can use sidestep and willpower so what they make up for not having indomitable they get and having sidestep and willpower so this this also gives this character some movement attack it's great you're gonna love it keywords so you're trying to figure out what who can i build around this character right now you know this higher point value avengers martial artist shield spy and of course the best keyword not hero clicks my girl Squirrel Girl, the aforementioned <laughs> Flat Man of Big Bertha. Yeah, Great Lakes Adventures. It's keyword. so good of a keyword. It's so good. So good. And believe it or not, this character is actually somehow lower point value than a lot, a majority of his team, which is fine. What's the dial look like, Calgar? I know. You're dying to know. Besides that special power, which is stealth, and when an next to a higher point figure, is sidestep willpower. This character's rocking Quake with 10 attack, super senses, 17 defense, and a 3 damage, with and power. This person takes, and it gives. And it's all about giving. The next click, we got Stealth, goes Precision Strike, Combat Reflexes, Shape Change. Then we go back, we don't have Quake, but we have the special attack power, speed power, no special attack. Goes down to a 9. This is the only 9 on this dial. 17 defense super senses, 2 damage, and power. Then it goes to that precision strike, combat reflexes, shape change, and then it goes back to the quake, super senses, and power. The middle click is arguably the worst. I let to tell you something. You probably won't land on it. If you land on it, if you land on it, this is the, this is the Silver Age corner guarantee. I will send you a message saying, I'm sorry you landed on this click. <laughs> Is I'm that is
5: Is that a retroactive promise? It is. Okay, just checking.
6: As close as we're getting. And now my phone's going to explode. i want going to set it on the floor so it doesn't buzz on the table. That's this figure. It's chock full of juiciness. Never goes below a 16 defense. When it does have a 16, it has other super senses or combat reflexes. Only goes down to a 2 damage. Has quake, top 2 clicks, and precision strike. When it has those powers, has a 10 attack.
5: So you're, you're, tell, you're telling me that this figure has the ability to evade or g- just get out of an attack every single click of its dial.
6: Every single click of its dial. And they don't have shape change, they got super senses.
5: I'm liking it. I'm liking it, but I also know that this is a value corner, so I won't be spending a lot getting this figure. Am I correct, Calder?
6: You will not be spending a lot. Back, Chris, this is what you're going to be spending. Let's say you roll up to McDonald's and you say, I want something off the menu, this is the dial H, value corner, dollar menu. This figure is going to cost <laughs> 99 cents.
5: Okay, okay, all right. So uh, you, know, you know I'm a huge fan of the Avengers keyword. You're aware. Oh, yes. Are you aware of how many times I've used this figure? I am not. I, I to will know. tell you, I have, re- I have used this figure quite a few times because this figure actually has her own call-in ID card, and it's funny because no one sees it coming. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just use anything else? Uh, because I have this and I just wanted to use it, that's why. So, this I'm here for a value. Carter, if I were to go buy this figure outright, how much would I be spending on this figure?
6: That is 99 cents, Chris.
5: Oh, that's right. I just wanted to say it again.
6: <laughs>
7: yeah.
5: <laughs> Who is this figure?
6: This is Mockingbird. From Age of Ultron.
5: I actually, you know, in retrospect, I really I loved this set. <laughs> I didn't like it as much when it came out, but that's probably because I kept pulling horrible pulls for uh, the summer event.
6: That is probably but
5: true. But, and that will affect a set for sure. It, your overall feeling of a set is if you just keep pulling nothing but the garbage figures out of the set. And there are some garbage figures in this set. I'm looking at you, Blue Marvel. But... Yeah, I pulled him, I think twice. Mm. Uh, That's <laughs> sad. But there's also some really good stuff in here, and Mockingbird is definitely one of those. Um, I love how she works really well with uh, Chaos War Hawkeye. Uh, in in one way, but in not in a way, in a, not in another way at all. In that there is a duo click with Mockingbird and Hawkeye, and. You know how, the, like, the merge-split mechanic, you can still use it? If you, yeah. add, if you add Chaos War Hawkeye and Age of Ultron Mockingbird together, it's exactly 150 points, and that duo click is 148 points.
6: Oh, my gosh. This kid's in there. Amazing foresight.
5: No, that's a downstairs mix-up, man. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not going to play it. People thought I was going to play it, but I'm not going to play it.
6: Yes, fool.
5: Okay, I lied. I'm going to play it. You see my downstairs mix up?
1: Yeah, I didn't ask to see that,
5: did I? I'm old, Greg. Okay. (laughs) Okay, well, that is definitely a figure that you guys should go pick up, along with the Magneto and uh, Professor X duo. And that is going to be our Hidden Gym and Value Corner for this episode, episode 200. Um,. And because this is episode 200, we want to do something even more special. And that was to bring back a segment that hasn't been around for like two years. And I know that I, I never particularly p- participated in this segment, but this is a very um, user or – I'm sorry, listener-centric segment in that it, it requires you guys to jump in as part of the community and uh, participate, and it's going to be fun. I never participated, but I know you did, Calder, right? I did, and I
6: almost won. I had him right there.
5: You you almost won. So what we're going to do is actually going to bring back for the first time in over two years dial design. Uh, I know some people right there just got really happy, and some other probably newer listeners have no idea what that means, so we are going to actually read through uh, our, our, a script that we altered, took, altered, and uh, yeah, so we're going to be relaunching Dial Design, and this is how it's going to work. So hey there, Clicks fanatics. We want to let you guys in on a Dial Design contest that we will be holding monthly. Each month's contest will consist of two rounds, one round every other week, starting the second week of each month. And the reason, uh, a little aside, uh, the reason we are going to start on the second week of every month is because the first week of every month is going to be, as you are well aware, our heroic level ranking up. We don't want to overlap too much, so it will start on the second week of each month. Uh, The winner will be announced on the first week of the following month. Uh, Details will be given out weekly on our podcast about each week's assignment. Uh, This comment will be updated with each assignment as soon as it is given, and participants will post here on this thread. So we are going to put this on HC Realms, um, and you guys just basically need to follow along with the rules and design dials. And uh, Calder, why don't you hit us with the rest of some of the rules?
6: Uh, the rules are pretty simple, guys. So don't be sweating in your boots yet. Dial's gonna be rated on creativity 50% and comic accuracy 50%. Uh, point accuracy is how good or bad the figure is for its points. It will be taken into account also, uh, but will only affect your score if your figure is like way too bad or way too good for its points. The participant who has the best total score for both weeks' contests will be declared the winner. Do-do-do-do. The winner will receive a hearty shout-out, and breaking rights on the podcast.
5: So uh, there is a dial generator uh, link that we will put, and you guys can go and generate your own dials for the assignments that we give you, and uh, they will have some, I guess, parameters to follow, some themes, some uh, subsequent rules. Uh, Follow those. uh, If you guys feel like you want to be a little creative, design some dials. And uh, that'll just be another ongoing segment within the Dial H uh, repertoire of segments that we have. So Yeah,
6: uh, so whether you're an old listener who's ready to get back on the saddle again or a new listener who wants to throw their hat into the ring, come on down to Dial line.
5: It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it's just one more thing that we can help you guys get through your week. So, uh, yeah, stick around. So, Calder, are you ready to bring on our first guest?
6: I am. Let's get into it.
5: Okay, well, let's get into some news. And joining us in the studio today to help us out with the news is none other than Mr. Flix Flicks himself. Jamie, welcome to the studio.
2: Uh, thanks for having me, guys.
5: Of course, as always. So a bunch of Hero clicks came out this week. We got some previews from the Infinity Avengers set. So why don't you start us off, Jamie, with our first preview?
2: Uh, yeah, first up we got Quasar. He's, uh, I guess, number 37 in the set. Looks like he's going to be a super rare. Has the uh, Avengers and cosmic keywords. Uh, has the Avengers team ability. Um, he has, uh, two traits. One is called, uh, Avengers Infinity. When Quasar attacks, only characters of 100 points or more, you may choose to modify attack or damage plus one. I always like swinging, uh, you know, stats. Uh, then he, his, uh, second trait is containing the threat. When Quasar hits with a ranged attack after resolution, he can use barrier at no cost. Free action barrier is phenomenal. Uh, There's no getting around it. So uh, he, Yeah, the free, the free action. Now, he's got a hit, but, I mean, his stats, we'll get into that here in a minute, are decent enough to where you should be hitting. Uh, he's got a special on his attack called uh, Siphon Your Power, Steel Energy, but with ranged attacks instead of close attacks. That's just going to be good for him. Uh, he's got an 8 range, which I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like eight's pretty long now. It feels like 5 or 6 is the average.
5: Yeah, so if you go back in the history of the game... <laughs> In the very first few sets, they were posting, like, a bunch of 10-range characters. Even some of those back then had 12 range. And then they realized yep. that range totally destroyed in the game. So over time, they just kind of nerfed all of the ranges. And then I feel like they've been bringing some of it back. And Quasar is definitely one of those characters with one of these higher-end ranges right now.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, I like I. I like the 8 range. It's. A, it's a good... I'd say uh, long to intermediate range, but uh, he's 125 points, which is pretty good. That means he's a good tentpole figure in my book. Uh, has the flight ability with a 10 movement with running shot, 11 attack with psychic blast, 18 defense with invincible and um, indomitability and four damage with uh, nothing on it. And he's got that, that same power set, for clicks, one, two, and three. Then on clicks uh, four, five, and six, he has sidestep uh, with that uh, attack special, uh, energy shield deflection, and range combat expert. I, I like him. I mean, as a tentpole, uh, a tentpole guy, uh, being able to throw out the free action barrier. You know, if you're using the range combat expert, and you're just, you know, even if you're not dealing damage, you're just dumping it into attack so that you can barrier for free. Uh, you know, there's enough cheap other guys out there to where you know at 125 he might not even have to be your your main attacker. You might have a good 75 point guy out there.
5: I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this might be the best quasar that they have ever made.
2: I would concur, just based on totally. points. I I think point to what you're getting ratio, he's definitely the best. I th- I think there were there was one or two that might have been a little bit better, but they were like I think. 200 points or a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, 200 plus. I, I, yeah, I think this guy's the best we're going to get whenever, you know, point, point to what you're getting ratio-wise.
5: Yeah, and a lot of people <laughs> don't want to invest a lot of points into characters that they don't know very well. And I'm going to – like I'm going to guess that most people haven't picked up a Quasar comic book. You know what I mean? Uh, right. He, I, he yeah. was in the Avengers for a while, but even back then, that was what the – well, this, this shows the 2000s, but – um, he was in the Avengers way before that, and I, I don't yeah. see a lot of people picking up, like, 90, 80s and 90s comic book with, with Quasar in it.
2: Right. And you know what? I kind of like the sculpt, too. I'm, I'll am i be excited to see what it looks like in hand, but I think the, like, translucent yellow, like, ram's head thing that's coming out of his one fist and shield could look pretty cool.
5: Yeah, so Quasar's kind of like Marvel's answer to the Green Lantern ring. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what he's – I think what they're going for. Calder, what do you feel about this yeah. figure?
6: I think he's really good. The free barrier is disgusting. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that power so much. Uh, and range, range, to OMG has never been bad. He His dial seems a bit short for me. That's about all I can say. That'd be my mm-hmm. only gripe with this figure, but I
2: really do like him.
5: Well, he does I, have three clicks of invincible, though.
2: That's what I was just going to say. I think that invincible will give him a little bit of longevity, oh, because okay. you're at least going to end up on click four invincible and barrier they're yeah gonna keep him around for a while yeah
5: okay well i think that we're all pretty much in the same boat on this one so why don't we move on to the next figure figure calder
6: all right so the first uh first second figure is gonna be the stranger he's a rare he's also colossal so this is kind of our first look into what these guys are gonna look like he is 400 points He only has one special combat symbol because he also has power cosmic. He's got the big colossal fist symbol. He's got 7 range. He has 15 clicks. I don't know if I'm crazy about 400 points and 15 clicks but we'll get into it a little bit here. He's got two traits. One we've seen on a few other figures. Uh, The first one is you can't kill the abstract, the stranger. Once per turn, you may modify a friendly character's range value by plus 3 when it uses average reflex or probability control. When stranger is KO'd, this effect continues for the rest of the game. So that's Pretty cool. You can choose someone to permanently get that effect when they use prob, perp, or outwit after he dies. His second trait is cosmic entity. We're seeing this a lot. Stranger can't be the target of an attack with more than one target. So you got to shoot me or shoot nothing, buddy. Quite like that. And then his special speed power he has for the first three clicks of his life on every starting point. So that's clicks 1 through 3, 6 through 8, and 11 through 13 is what curious creatures you are. At the beginning of your turn, choose two standard powers that an opponent's characters can use that you didn't choose last turn. A stranger can use those powers until your next turn. So things you're going to be wanting to be choosing is if they have running shot, penetrating second blast, like a certain other pretty good figure in this set. It'll give him some movement, attack and a decent attack power. Or, you know, if they have running shot pulse wave, it's always a plus. What do his stats look like? Well, for 400 points, top in you get a nine movement, 11 attack with nothing. A 19 the invincible and 4 damage probability control. Basically is the first 3 clicks on the top dial then his stats go down as he has whenever he loses his special speed power he just goes into sidestep. Then on his 250 point line he starts with impervious and outwit gets 3 clicks of outwit just like how he had 3 clicks of prob he has impervious throughout that entire dial and then gains 2 clicks of sidestep on the last 2 and then, on his third dial for only 100 points, he has an 18 defense, solidly, all the way through, with toughness. 3 clicks of perplex, 3 clicks of that special sweet power, and then 2 clicks of sidestep. He's a very simply made figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not crazy about him being 400 points with that ability. I think if he was 300 points for 15 clicks, he would be a lot better. I think he is a little overcosted in my opinion. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm... At 400 points, I don't, I don't know that I'm ever gonna play them. There's other colossals that I think are better. Um, personally, I like his 100 point dial better. But uh, with some of the stuff we got in X Men Xavier School, I mean, pick a power is kind of dead to me. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if it's sealed, if it's sealed, uh, this guy's gonna be good, right? Because uh, there should be a colossal in each booster, so you might be able to ride. Battle royals are gonna be fun. Yeah, but uh, I like his 100 point dial. At uh, two hundred and fifty points for for a 10 attack I don't care for um four hundred point might be fun, but i'm I'm not personally gonna use it and then uh he does have that one trait too where one hundred points he doesn't have power cosmic either so oh yes, something to consider there. So I'm going to
5: get this figure because I want to collect all of these colossal cosmic characters. And I'm going to play with them in some kind of like big boss battle probably with my brother and stuff. I'm just going to say that this one's probably going to be one of the worst ones. I'm not crazy about it either. And then also there's a few things that I definitely would have changed. Like if you're going to run the 100 point dial... Notice how it goes invincible, impervious, and then skips right to toughness. Why didn't they give him a whole dial of inv- invulnerable? Um, and then they should have at least given him 11 attack on top dial of his 250 and his 100 clean mm-hmm. dial. So I don't know that. Now, I will say his that, that is a really fun power, that speed power, where you can mm-hmm. choose two that your opponents can use. So you kind of like using what they have against them. That's fun. I don't know if Mm -hmm. that's exactly flavorful because I think I've probably only ever read, like, a comic with the stranger in it, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know if this is comic accurate or not. But I guess we'll see uh, because I'm going to end up researching this figure afterwards anyway. But I'm not too crazy about it.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's good enough to be fun and he'll be useful for, like, local stuff. But he's not—he's not, he's not going to be on any competitive team anywhere. For sure. I don't—I don't think. But it, it, definitely, he'll be fun. All right. Well, the
5: next figure that we got uh, in this little batch of figures that we got uh, is going to be Moon Dragon, and it looks like, guys, correct me if I'm wrong—is Moon Dragon a chase?
2: I would yes. say so.
5: So, and, and we'll get into this a little bit more. But uh, your guys's ideas on Moon Dragon as a chase. Before we start,
2: I'm. I don't like it. She's kind of a B character, but I like. I I see where they're going with the theme, so that's fine. I see what the theme
6: is, and I hate it. I hate everything about it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Strong words from Calder, but let's get into the dial. We start off with Avengers Infinity Watch and Cosmic Team. I'm sorry. Keywords. Real name is Heather Douglas, as her name always is. Eighty point click. uh, Eighty point clicks here uh, with the power cosmic team ability and for 80 points you only get five clicks of life uh, we have two traits the first one is comic cosmic entity which is the same one that the stranger had so can't be the target of an attack with more than one target uh, the second trait this one's kind of cool uh the second virtue of life cunning uh she has flurry which, right there is weird, but because Moondragon is... I mean, she is like a martial artist in the comics, but you'll see what I'm talking about in this dial. It's very range-based, so flurry is not something you're going to want to use, I'm sure. Once per turn, when Moon Dragon's attack roll has a 2, until your next turn, friendly characters have protected from mind control, opposing perplex, and opposing probability control. So, that's... Kind of cool if you get unlucky and roll a 2 and miss. Or, I guess, I mean, you could theoretically roll an 8. She has top dial 12 attacks. So you hit a 20 and you start protecting your team. That's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, we have flight, 8 range with 1 bolt. Uh, no other special combat symbols, but that's fine. She has 12 speed with phasing teleport, 12 attack with pin psi. That's good. 18 defense with super senses 3 damage with a special damage power called mental link free modify a friendly character's damage by plus 1 this turn (laughs) notice it doesn't say she has to have line of fire or it has to be within range just modify somebody's damage by plus 1 when that character makes an attack this turn after resolutions deal 1 unavoidable damage to a friendly character So notice how it doesn't say the figure that you boost up takes the damage. So that could be kind of uh, dial controlling in a way. If you know a figure on your team is going to get stronger on the next click, uh, but you want a different click to get pumped momentarily so they can do a little bit extra damage, you can accomplish both of those things at the same time. So that's kind of cool. One click of phasing and then followed by two clicks of sidestep and then two clicks of blank on her speed. Three clicks of pinsai followed by two clicks of pulse wave, but her attack drops down to a 10 when she gets those two clicks of pulse wave. Now her her defense is pretty solid. I'm going to give her this. She has 18 defense for three clicks with the super senses. 17 defense for the last two clicks with a special defensive power called Life's Last Hope Stop. So she has two stop clicks, and it also gives her mastermind. And then she has uh, probs on those last two clicks. So, Mm. 480 points. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon of not being excited about these chases, with this being the theme of the chases, but it also goes in kind of hand-in-hand with what we've been saying for a while, that Marvel doesn't really have good chase themes. Like, DC mm-hmm. gets all of the good chase themes, and Marvel just doesn't. Uh, but 80, 80 points for this, I think it might actually be worth 80 points because it has two st- stop clicks. If it didn't, I would not say it otherwise. Uh, but that damage power, I think, is really cool, and everything else is kind of just like a little bit of extra cream on top.
2: Um, okay, I'll, I'll say stuff. I think... If if I pull a chase, when I get a case, if I pull it and get this chase, I'm going to be super happy. I think for 80 points, she's bordering on competitive. Uh, If she's not full on competitive, uh, she has the flight with phasing so she can carry people. That 12 attack for 80 points is great. She can't be outwitted um then you have the two stop clicks at the back there with pulse wave. so you're at least going to get off one pulse wave hopefully um you know and then depending on how your attack rolls go you know you might be able to protect your entire team from uh you know mind control perplexed opposing and uh prob opposing um
5: i think the probability you know she's got an eight range right the The protection from the probability control yeah. is definitely going to be more helpful than the protection from mind control or a person opposing perplex. Most yeah. people use perplex to pump up their own stuff, not other right. people's stuff down. Unless it's like an offensive turn where you make sure you need to hit a, an opponent and you minus
2: their defense or something.
5: But right. uh, I don't know. That's that's my two cents.
2: Yeah, and she's got an eight range. Like, I, I for eighty points. I mean, this is for eighty points. She can be your second string attacker. So think about it like that. If she's your second string attacker, this is really good. Oh, great. Call her, wait, she, any is last words?
6: she is stupid good. I, I absolutely hate everything about her, but oh my gosh, she's... This is a good figure. It, yeah. Period. I mean, Chris, this is such an amazing figure. Would I change some things? Sure. But then, I mean, for 80 points, this is amazing. The only thing I don't like is that she has Pulse Wave at the same time she has Mastermind, which is a little, you know... They don't exactly work together.
2: Yeah. No, I mean... But, are you really going to mastermind with stop clicks?
6: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, really, I think if they would have changed that to any other defensive power, it would be great. Mm-hmm. But no, she is really good. And like the odd that. chance you roll two, I know I've messed up attack rolls, so if you do roll yeah. two, you're normally going to miss. Although, if one of the dice is a two, she's at least hitting a fifteen. And on any other chance, honestly, if she rolls a two, she'll probably hit. She has a twelve attack. Whatever the other dice yeah. did, make up for it. So the top dial phasing is great for rollout. I mean, she just yeah. she's a secondary attacker who can also help. She it's also a plus one to damage mm-hmm. anywhere
2: on the board, right? Which is and, amazing. And I was thinking too, like, what if you just put somebody like Haha ha Joker in the back? They can take like a billion clicks, and you're like, well, that's who's taking my clicks for this.
6: Exactly. Or yeah. there are characters that can free action heal. Like, whatever, the title yep. deck is cool. He's not meta by any means, but he just free action heals himself. You modify his damage value plus one, he adds a plot point, and then he goes back to top dial. Like, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. easy see how this figure can combo yeah. with other things? I mean, So she's here's, good. here's
5: a couple of my qualms with this. Uh, she has probability control when at the end of her dial instead of the beginning of her dial, which mm-hmm. sucks um and she is also extremely squishy up front so i mean all you have to do is poison her right into her stop clicks and then you can poison her past her stop clicks so i don't know for 80 points like i think she's yeah she's she's like a glass cannon so if she, if she gets off what she needs to get off then yes i agree she'll do some some really awesome things um, also, just another thing, modify a friendly character's damage plus one this turn. It does not say another friendly character. She can modify herself.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
5: sure, she, so sure. she can 12-4 across eight squares. That's good. The only thing is she doesn't have movement attack. I don't like that. her that you're investing yeah. 80 points in, in, in an exceptionally squishy figure that for some reason has flurry. And, and when she does... Just- when she does have um, – say say you want to use the Mastermind. You don't want to use the Pulse Wave. You want to you be saving yourself some damage, right? She only mm. has two damage. Why does I she can't. only have two damage? She doesn't have any Precision Strike. She doesn't have any Perplex or anything like that to at least get past Reducers. So, uh, and even then, when she gets Pulse Wave, she doesn't have even at least Sidestep. So it's not like you even get a little bit of board control for a maybe possible – single target pulse wave to get two damage off instead of one damage so i see some good in this figure i'm just not seeing as great a stuff as apparently you guys are
8: fair enough yeah yep
5: Uh, okay well let's move on to the second set of previews that we got and jamie you want to start us off
2: uh yeah i'm talking about uh javelin he's number 19b in the set um, is this the set where they talked about the B characters are going to be primes, but they're going to have yep. silver rings, so Silver rings are to be able to play more than one. Land one. And I
6: also hate yeah. this figure for that one reason, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah.
5: So, okay, uh, <laughs> but before you go too far on that point, what you just said, uh, mm-hmm. Javelin looks really, really similar to ROM. So, if this is the B version, then the A version very well may be ROM
2: could be i don't, I don't know, I, i'll admit i don't know anything about space sites
5: there's space and 90 and that's all basically all you need to know
2: that's i mean i, I was like oh cool robots Talk about in space. transformers in there i don't know it's a weird history yeah but uh okay so uh 19b he has the space knight armor cosmic and robot keywords. so there's a couple of good keywords in there uh comes in at 80 points um he has one trait called uh lordian reactive armor, toughness, invulnerability, but only when targeted by a ranged attack. Okay, I mean, traded toughness is good, and you know, reducing by two for range is good too. Uh, palladium javelin, blades claws fangs. When javelin uses it, if the result is five or six after resolution, you give the hit character an action token. I think that's really good. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, the I love handing out action tokens. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. Uh, Then he has uh, Galadioran. I I think it's uh,
5: Galadorian.
2: Galadorian. There we go. Galadorian Phalanx. uh, When Javelin is adjacent to one or more friendly characters with the Space Knight keyword modified defense plus one. That's good uh, because originally I was going to complain about his uh, defensive stats, but if all the Space Knights have this, then it won't be too bad. Um, He has uh, four range single targets, starts off with the flight ability, 10 movement with charge, 11 attack with that uh, blades special, 17 defense with that, um, with the special on his defense, and uh, indomitability, three damage with shape change. Uh, He has those two stat lines for first two clicks. Then the next two clicks, he has... um, sidestep uh, precision strike combat reflexes perplex and then for his final two stat lines he has charge that blade special again super senses and perplex um for 80 points he's not bad you know he's not the same 80 points as moon dragon or uh, yeah moon dragon but um he's not bad uh, could be themey. i i know a lot of people really like space knights so i'm happy for that um I think that, uh, you know, his stats on his defense are 17, 17, 16, 16, 17, 17. Um, So hopefully more characters than just him have that special on their their defense. But I think his attack values are are solid. Uh, His damage values aren't too bad, uh, especially when you consider he's got four clicks of perplex. But other than that, I think he's okay, not great.
5: Uh, Carter, what do you have to say?
6: I pretty much agree with Jamie. I mean, he's, he's all right. He's okay. Um, the only thing I don't like is that he's the, the cool Prime thing. When they said that the Prime thing, they're going to be able to be played together, I was hoping, well, maybe they're Fantastic Four. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but a man can dream. And then when I saw that the chases weren't going to be Earth-X like i had ever so hoped, not that maybe the Primes will be Earth-X. Nope, they are Transformer, Space Knight, whatever my bobs. Don't care about these anymore. So that's... <laughs> <laughs>
5: this is really standpoint. disappointing you right
6: now. <laughs> it, it's disappointing me so much. and uh, But this, it's a it's a solid figure. He He's pretty good close combat, and I do want to see how well he works with his other Space Knight pals. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, two things, and we'll move on to the next uh, figure. One, no one knows who the Space Knights are, nor do they care, which means it's going to be exceptionally easy for me to get all of the Space Knights, and I <laughs> want them all so badly. So I'm excited about that. And two, uh, I'm not going to go into the dial, but I believe that this 80-point figure could kick uh, Moondragon's butt, just saying. Oh! oh.
2: For the oh. same oh, that, 80 that points, is. I'm
5: pretty I, sure he could beat her. I,
2: I heard a gauntlet hit the ground. We're, <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to see.
5: <laughs> okay. Calder, why don't you hit us with the second figure?
6: All right. So we are talking about Ego Prime. We've seen a sculpt before, and honestly, we had no idea... This was ego. We're like, who's that guy in his boxers with a beard and naked? But hey, it's ego. So that's that's pretty neat. Let's uh, let's check him out. He has that same cosmic entity trait. Ego prime can't be the target of an attack with more than one target. It's got another trait: the very earth is mine to command. When ego, dest- I'm just gonna say ego. I'm not gonna say prime, gonna say prime after every single word. When ego destroys a piece of blocking terrain after resolutions, you may generate an ego antibody bystanders, maximum of six on the map. For each piece, destroyed. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it is. So, he is 350 points, 250 points, 150 points, or 75 points. His top 350 dial, which, by the way, if he's better than the stranger already. uh, That's pretty easy. He has charge. 11 attack with a special attack bar we'll get to in a moment. 19 defense with impervious and 4 damage with probability control. And then he goes on to get, after those first two clicks of charge, all the same powers, then he gets two clicks of Steel Energy. Basically, his 250 is the same thing. Two clicks of Star Charge with a different defense with invulnerability. Instead, he has Reflex. Then he has two clicks of Steel Energy. Then his 150, he actually gets Sidestep instead of Charge, which sucks a little bit. The Special Damage, Special Attack Power, a full dial of Counter Reflexes and Toughness, and then two clicks of Steel Energy. His 100 points, his Sidestep with 9 Attack, 17 Defense Toughness, Combat reflexes, only for the first two clicks. Then he has three clicks of reflex. He gets some poison after he loses his special attack power. He does not get seal energy this time. And on his last three clicks, he has plasticity. And then I think his last three also has combat reflexes. What's his special attack power, dude, Calder? I'm so glad you asked. Oh, by the way, he's got five range power cosmic. Mass destruction. He's got super strength. When Ego is given a move action after resolutions, destroy all adjacent pieces of Blocking Terrain. Then he can use Quake at no cost. Well, that's that's horrible. So are you telling me that he has Charge, Super Strength, Top Dial, or Sidestep, Super Strength, and this is just, boom, move action, destroy a bunch of Blocking Terrain, and then, in that Blocking Terrain, after he uses Quake, what what's the Blocking Terrain do again? Oh, yeah, he makes Bystanders, doesn't he? What's the Bystander do? It's only got, you know, 6 movement, Sidestep, 10 attack, Super Strength, 17 defense, toughness, 2 damage, Also, they got traded Plasticity, so that ain't good.
5: No, no, that's not good at all. The thing is how you could uh, basically pop out six of... If you position correctly, you could pop out six of these in the same turn and they can move six squares or at least sidestep and Plasticity tie everybody down. Yes, please. (laughs) Yep.
6: And they're decent attackers? Oh my gosh, yeah, let's do it. I mean, ten attack is solid. Two damage isn't half bad. Let's... And we're making them for free, and it's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have Autonomous, because uh, they weren't going to get it, and they don't have a trait that says they... So they are going to eat up your actions. Mm-hmm. But if we're playing him at 75 points, he's disgusting. And honestly, really any point value, he's good.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. would say at 75 points, he's definitely competitive, especially he has the Mystical Keyword, which historically is just really good. So, you know, if you just put him on... Um, either the Star Trek Away Team underground map or uh, that one ROC underground map with, like, the, the billion squares of uh, blocking terrain, and you just, you know, just do his thing and make all these antibodies for 75 points and then have somebody that can, uh, you know, barrier you off while that while your antibodies are just going to town, and they're zero points, so, you know, your opponent's not going to be able to KO all six every turn.
5: I guess you could if you're a moon dragon and you pulse wave.
2: <laughs> you could. <laughs> I'm,
5: just, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to throw shade. Um, <laughs> so a couple a of couple things. One, this isn't about the dial either, but not really. Not about the stats or the powers or anything. Why are they making – okay, let's go back. Hold on. Historically speaking, if you're going to run a one-man army, what's the number one thing that a one-man army always – like the downfall? They always get out-action.
4: Out-action. So, Mm -hmm.
5: if you're going to run a one-man army, you need a longer dial to be able to soak up damage to offset being out-action. So Mm -hmm. why are all of these, like, two-by-twos that have, like, two lines right here, they have a maximum of, like, 26 clicks, (laughs) and the max that anybody is getting up to is, like, 17?
6: It is really sad.
5: I why don't, I don't, like
2: why don't they want to run? Like I want to run a 25 click hero click. Well, I think you know with ego, you know he's got two, four, six clicks of uh, uh, steel energy, and then stranger, if an opposing figure can use uh, regen or steel energy, you know he can pick those. So I think they're they're thinking that that's where you're going to get some longevity. But I agree, I think the dial should just be generally longer. Right.
5: Fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. And then second thing I wanted to say, was anyone else under the assumption that when we saw the spoiled pictures of the little ego antibodies, that it was going to be ego the living planet, not yep. ego prime? So I'm like yeah. kind of disappointed that we won't have ego the planet on. I
9: still planet.
6: want
2: ego planet like map. To be so uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have a chance still, right? I mean, there's like what twenty or twenty six of these colossals. Very true. Oh, by the way, this guy's only a rare, so yeah. keep that in mind.
5: Okay, fair enough. I, I, this guy's—it's <laughs> just a dude in some shorts. It's like a dude with a beard and some shorts. That's that's all that's going on on this dial.
2: He's good. Though. Um, if if you get this with eighty point Moon Knight, you you got a cosmic theme, and you're going to town. Oh yeah. Okay, fair <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fair enough.
5: All right. Well, that's all I wanted to say about this figure. Anything last uh, about Ego Prime?
4: Mm-mm.
5: Okay. Well, the last figure that we're going to cover is. I apparently I was the lucky one and got to talk about all the chases this week, and that's going to be number forty-five, Thor. Now, I wanted to say this earlier since we were talking about the the uh, chase theme already, but it looks like the theme is now they give it a significant appearance. On the back of the two mm. figures that we have seen, Calder and I looked it up the other day, and there were how many chases in the set? You said six?
8: Six.
5: Okay, so we've seen two. Both of them have some kind of cosmic ability, they're merging with eternity in this storyline. On the back, it says, or uh, it shows Avengers Infinity issue number four as the significant appearance on both of these figures. And on this cover, it does show Thor. But it doesn't show Moondragon, but we got Moondragon, so that's confirmed. And then I see Quasar and Photon, Monica Rambeau. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh,
5: I did look up this information. Calder and I were talking about this last night, about the synopsis, trying to figure out what exactly this theme is and why these characters have power cosmic and cosmic abilities. Well, we still couldn't really figure that out, but we did figure out that we're pretty sure we know what the other chases are going to be. Um, so, Thor, Quasar, Monica Rambeau, Moondragon, Tigra, and what was the last one? That's five.
6: Oh, it was, it was Star Fox, it was Eros.
5: Star Fox, yep, you're right. Which, we got onto that conversation about getting a Star Fox as a chase. So yeah. What, yeah. but, okay. So that, we, I'm pretty sure, is your theme, okay. and most likely going to be the rest of the chases. If they're going to follow suit. But let's get into this Thor figure. Uh, We are starting off 100-point click. Avengers as guardian, cosmic, and deity keywords with the cosmic entity trait. I'm not going to read that again since we already went over it multiple times. He has a trait called the first virtue of life, nobility. He also has flurry. So it is a shared, uh, shared trait, but it changes a little bit as you will, you will hear. Once per turn when Thor's attack roll has a one, so not a two, like, like uh, w- w- it's going with the virtue. So mm. one for the first virtue, she has the second one. I'm assuming that the rest of the chases will fill out the rest of the numbers <laughs> on, on the die and the rest of the virtues in the trait name. Until your next turn, friendly characters can use the Power Cosmic Team ability, and after resolutions, heal each friendly character with two action tokens, one click. So let's stop there because there's a bit to unpack in there. Jamie, what do you think?
2: It's cray-cray. Power cosmic team ability and then heal everybody one if they got two actions. You know, and a lot of figures have indomitability now. So good chance of getting that. I, I think it's pretty good. Uh, you know, if, if it's a one, you know, unless you, your other die was a six, you probably didn't hit. Um, so, you know, it's nice to get something out of that. And you know you might be able to push somebody that you weren't going to be able to push yeah. before, so I I like it. It's not bad.
5: Okay, uh, Connor, what do you think?
2: Oh, I think it's really stupid good. I mean, if you okay.
6: could do roll one, oh, Give everybody power cosmic for a turn—that is it's great. pretty
5: awesome. The only thing I have a, I have a problem with is that it's it's one instead of probably like three or four because if it's one, that means you if your other die might be a a one as well or you know um verse and you'll definitely re-roll that you'll probs it versus if his number was like a four and it triggered this cosmic team ability healing thing going on you definitely even if you did miss you'd be like well at least i'm i'm healing so this is good stuff so i don't know i'm in i'm anxious to see how these numbers play out when the figures get played just based off of What they chose for the numbers to be So I I find that a little bit interesting Uh, Let's get into the actual dial Those are the two traits Starting off uh, with 8 range as well uh, Same as Moon Dragon Flight, uh, no other special combat symbol But he does have the Power Cosmic Team ability He has 12 speed with phasing Just like Moon Dragon Uh, 12 attack with As you would expect Thor to have Super strength 18 defense with Super Senses I have a massive problem with that. It's Thor. Why does he not have a reducer? But moving on, he has a special damage power. Four damage, top dial. And it says, Humility's, Humility does not come eas- easily. When Thor misses one or more targets, after resolutions, give him a Humility token. Modify Thor's attack plus one for each Humility token. When Thor hits, remove all Humility tokens. So the more you lose, the more chance you get of bringing it back. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. Here's where I don't think that this will come in handy at all, and I think that this is hands down an even worse chase than Moondragon. He has no reducer like a Thor should have, and he loses this humility-does-not-come-easily-damage ability, this power, on click five. So right when he gets his two stop clicks like he has just like moon dragon does um, yeah so just just push it just hit him enough to get him right past those he'll never get his humility tokens so he'll never hit you but he does have 12 attack 11 attack for the first four clicks so that is good I'll give him that um, so if he hits naturally then that's good but whatever he's gonna take damage real easily um, on his stop clicks instead of pulse wave he has precision strike 10 attack. On both of those, both the last two clicks are identical. So, uh, 10 attack, precision strike, 17 defense with the stop click. It also gives him mastermind. Uh, His his is life's last hope as well, and then two damage with close combat expert. So for 20 more points, is this worth it? I'm gonna say no. Calder, what do you think?
6: Yeah, absolutely not. Although his dial works a lot better with his traded flurry he's got sidestep super strength and then like you said last time chris if only she had precision strike well he does have flurry precision strike on those last two clicks it seems they're trying to fill a very specific way they're going to build these figures maybe that's gonna they're all going to have 12 facing with you know super senses and then the stock clicks which is stop mastermind and then the traits maybe that's going to be on all these figures i don't know it does not feel like Thor, and I know this is a very different version of Thor. I just, yeah, I don't like it. I really don't.
5: I feel like it's still Thor, so why doesn't he have invulnerability?
6: Yeah, just you know,
2: something. He's
5: in Asgardian. they like, they're just tough. Jamie, what do you think?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I think he should probably have invulnerability uh, top click, and then three clicks of toughness. Um, but you know, maybe give him a seventeen up front if you're worried about you know it throwing off the cost. Um, I really like his. The more I'm looking at it, the more I like his uh, first virtue of life uh, nobility. Because essentially that means he doesn't take crit miss damage. Uh, so, really, if you roll a one, you want to roll a crit miss because he's friendly to himself.
3: Uh,
2: and then, uh, you know, I see what you're saying about the humility things. I really don't know how much you're going to miss with a 12 attack. Uh, oh, but you, ag- don't,
5: you don't know my role, Jamie.
2: You don't know my role. Yeah. But. <laughs> Again, he has a he has an eight movement or I'm sorry an eight range, which is still pretty long. Uh, I like I like Moon Knight better, but this guy's not bad, and and I really like how his hammer looks with the Eternity. Ooh, stuff. it does look cool.
5: Oh yeah. yeah, no the sculpt looks awesome. Both of the sculpts look really good.
2: Yeah. The, the my biggest
6: problem with these chases is that they have very low point costs, and maybe that's good. Maybe we don't always have to have these huge mega beast chases. But like every other Moon Dragon is at least 85 points, mm-hmm. you know, the, the last two recent ones, and she's 80 points, but she's the possessed by power cosmic super mm-hmm. goddess or whatever, and then this Thor is, like, 100 points, and most Thors are in the 150 to 200 range. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it seems very odd to me.
2: I, I think they're trying to do sort of like what happened with the, uh, the KC figures for DC, where they made really good dials, but they were short. Um and they're just basically trying to do that with some Marvel characters.
6: But these point values are like wicked low as these are really the KC low figures, figures. The KC figures were really expensive yeah. and you need to be playing a thousand point team to put those guys all on one team. I mean
5: Yeah. I think that they should make all chases like two hundred and fifty points so that they're all non they're always just not competitive. And then that would drive the price into the ground so people like me would actually collect them. But the real question I want to ask, and I think everyone needs to look at this figure and ask this. Why doesn't Thor have armpit hair?
6: Hey, he takes care of himself, man. I don't. He <laughs> he manscapes, he does whatever, he does what he's got to do. Question. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, well... I think uh, they
6: only ever draw hair on Wolverine, to be honest with you. I feel like that's the only superhero they actually draw hair on.
5: Yes. Okay, fair enough. Well, here at uh, Dial H, we... We like to look at some of these previews, and at the end of it, talk about who's actually pretty good and, and who uh, who needs to drink some milk, put some calcium in their bones, get a little bit stronger. So, uh, out of out of these figures, uh, I think general consensus what we were talking about. It looks like Quasar's really good. Ego Prime is uh, he's he's pretty good. Uh, Stranger, what do you guys need some milk? Yeah, not, not very good. Um, okay, now. Uh, Thor, I'm gonna say pretty bad, yeah. And he's then, not yeah. terrible.
2: He's yeah. he's okay. He's okay. Yeah, I'm it doesn't put, I'm doesn't feel like there. Thor, but he's okay. Oh,
5: you yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, and then lastly, Moon Dragon. I'm gonna I'm gonna err on this. she's pretty decent.
6: Uh, I think a little more decent, but yeah, sure, Chris.
2: Yeah, no, she's huh. she's fantastic. <laughs> she's. <laughs>
5: Well, you guys play competitively. I don't. I'm just not seeing the value in this. But we will say that, uh, let's see, Stranger and who did I say? Stranger and
2: Javelin was not great Uh, either.
5: (laughs) Stranger, Javelin, and Thor, you guys go get some milk. Yep. He needs some milk. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Jamie, for our two hundredth episode and running through these figures with us. We will definitely have you again uh, on again in the future. So thanks, man.
2: Oh yeah, thank you guys for having me. Fun as always.
5: Uh, plug where you're
2: at. Uh, yeah, you can. You guys can find me on YouTube at uh, youtube.com/slashmrclicksflix. I do an upload. Uh, two times a week on uh, Wednesdays and Sundays. And then uh, you can also catch me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Do a uh, ton of giveaways. Uh, I do one giveaway a month there and then have a bunch of awesome rewards and uh, come up with some more exclusive content for that.
5: Okay. Well, thank you, man, and we'll catch you next time.
2: Yep. Thank you. See
6: you. For our next guest, we have Devin from Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel. What's going on, Devin?
0: Not a whole lot. How's it going? Fantastic.
5: So, we brought Devin on so we could play a game of uh, casual comparisons. Longtime fan favorite. And if you're not familiar with this segment, what we have done is pick a character. That character has been chosen by Devin this week, as we always let our guests choose. The character is Wolverine James Hallett from the 616 universe. And what we're going to do is talk about that character. We've all chosen a different iteration in the 616 universe that have been clicked. In Heroclix, we're going to talk about those and pick out what we think is our definitive and favorite version of Wolverine. So, a brief little bit of background about Wolverine is that Wolverine, born James Hallett, commonly known as Logan and Weapon X, uh, you know him as the mutant who possesses animal keen senses, enhanced physical capabilities, powerful regenerative abilities known as a healing factor, and the ever-popular and iconic three retractable claws in each hand. So... He has also been a member of X-Men, of course, Duh, Alpha Flight, and Avengers. So, let's get in to some casual comparisons. Keep your distance, though, Joey. But don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. So the first figure I'm going to start off with is going to be Wolverine 201 from the Wolverine and X-Men set. Coming in at 113 points with the X-Men team ability, zero range, as Wolverine likes to get up in your face. Within Dom, we have a six-click long dial, one trait called hard to get rid of. Wolverine can use regeneration and toughness. He starts off top dial with charge, an 11 attack with a special power called snit-snit, the... Uh, on a monopoeia that is actually owned by Marvel Comics. Uh, Wolverine can use blades, claws, and fangs. Once per action, if the result of his D6 roll is lower than his printed damage value, instead of dealing damage, he may make another close combat attack against the same character. Now, the rules have changed with blades, uh, which, I don't know, it could come in handy with this power still, uh, but who knows? We also have a special dam- um, sorry, a defense power called Healing Factor. That's going to come on into play in click number five and six of his dials called uh, healing factor at the beginning of your turn wolverine may activate regeneration as a free action so the snit snit power is off and on on click one three and five after his charge he goes into almost a full dial of sidestep and he's got some mid dial exploit weakness battle fury and some combat reflexes so the reason I chose this character, uh, this one is it is the very iconic '90s Wolverine blue and yellow, blue and gold costume that he's got going on. Um, they did give him the Avengers keyword, which, as I am always a huge fan of the Avengers, they also give him, of course, X Men, X Force, and Weapon X, and then Brute to round it out. So. I really like this character. 113 points I think is a really solid uh, Wolverine, and as always, he should have that regeneration free and, because that's what he is to me. That's what uh, Wolverine does, always constantly healing. So that's the Wolverine I chose. Devin, why wait, don't you is hit is that s- how you
6: – I'm sorry. Wait, is that how you say snicked? I always said snicked. Is it snicked?
0: Is it?
5: I'm not hearing can... a difference right now.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I always thought it was snike tea. Snike <laughs>
5: Ah. Snick to exclamation point. You have to yeah. pronounce the exclamation point, otherwise you're not doing it right.
0: Obviously. That's how you you have to read it out loud. <laughs> snike to you. tea. Yeah.
5: Um, so by so. the way, there is a figure errata on this for the snick snicked um, power and it's I already fixed it for this, but it may say something different on your card if you play this character in the future. Also, the healing factor has been changed. Uh, which is also eroded. So make sure that if you do play this character in the future, come to HC Realms, get your figure eroded before you play it. So let's move on to the next figure. Devin, which Wolverine did you choose, and why is he your favorite Wolverine?
0: uh, I chose the much newer uh, 053 Super Rare Wolverine from X-Men Xavier School. Uh, In my opinion, the definitive Wolverine as a teacher Because, uh, of course, he has the headmaster traits. I'll go over his traits and then his dial. Headmaster trait, much like any other headmaster in the set, all works the same. They have traded leadership, traded perplex, but they can only target another friendly character with the X-Men keyword. All working with the X-Men. Why not? Also, part of the headmaster thing is during force construction, you can include one student ID card on your force without adding the cost to your team. All those student IDs, of course, uh, the set came with two types of ID cards, a three-point student ID for all the students like Leech or uh, Jubilee or Skids. And then they had the actual five-point Headmasters. So this Wolverine allows you to bring along a student to use as an ID card for a turn, which is kind of neat for a teacher. He has a, a stay away from my students as a second trait. He has three total. He is free, you make a close attack, but only to target an opposing character that damaged another friendly character with the X-Men keyword with an attack since your last turn. So almost like a colossal retaliation, but only for if they attacked and damaged your uh, another friendly X-Men character. Uh, Third final trait is a different kind of professor where he has sidestep. If he is closer to your starting area than your opponent's, he has combat reflexes. If he's closer... On the other side of the map, towards your opponent's starting area, he has Flurry instead. Uh, On top of that, he has improved movement, hindering train, I know a whole ton of things here, Uh, and a special defense power on his dial, which is a stop click, and regeneration also, so he still has that healing factor. What makes him even harder to kill, though, is he has that... I don't, if you play him at 150 points, he has a 150 and 50-point dial. If you play him full dial, he has three stop clicks. all One on click two, one on click four, one on click seven. So he is a beast to take down. On top of being indomitable his whole dial, he has two clicks of charge right at the start. Clicks one and two. Gets the charge again on clicks five and six. A full dial of Blades, Claws, Fangs, and starts off with like a 12 attack, goes to an 11. Doesn't drop below a... Uh, Ten. And then, of course, if he's all the way out in the map, that is a Bladesclaw's Flanks that you can use with your flurry. So uh, I think he's pretty neat as a teacher because you bring in that student, right? Like they're, he's bringing a student on in a mission, and he's setting up a shot by calling in that student ID card of like, All right, kid, this is the perfect shot for you. I'm going to set you up. You're going to just take a little shoot your little laser beam, right? I'm going to flex up your attack. Come on, you can do it, bud. And uh, he has a little student take a shot.
6: So, oh, that is awesome.
0: Yeah.
5: This is a yeah, really great pick. Wolverine. Really great Wolverine.
6: Wolverine in the comics, like, to me, he's always, like, I don't know why, they always give him the small, like, little girls to go take on missions with this great, incredibly yeah. rough guy, like Rogue or Jubilee or, like, Kitty Pryde. Just, like, like Jubilee, okay. He's like,
4: I
0: make fireworks! And you're like, all right, uh, let's, <laughs> yeah. go, let's go stab uh, some people. Yeah.
4: All right, like, Connor, which Wolverine time. did right. you choose?
0: I chose
6: my ever-loving favorite, Days of Future Past, 0-13 Wolverine. Uh, still in the brown suit, mind you. I've got to say, dude, I do love the blue suit, Wolverine, the blue and yellow, Chris. Uh, this Wolverine is 130 points, so he's a little less than the headmaster. He's got zero range. He does have indomitable. He's got the X-Men team ability and the X-Men keyword. He has one trait, healing factor. Wolverine can use regeneration. When he has two action tokens, he can use it as a free action. I'll get into why I love that so much in a little bit later. And then his special speed power he has for his first three clicks with an eight movement, and he has an eight movement the entire dial, is Berserker Barrage. Wolverine can use Blades Claws Flanks, Charge, and Flurry uh, with Charge Flurry and Blades Flanks. He also has an 11 attack top dial with precision Strike for three clicks, 17 defense with Combat Reflexes for four clicks, and he's gotten Power for three clicks. Once he loses his special movement power, he does pick up Blades in a normal sense on his attack power, and he also has normal Flurry and normal Sidestep later sorry he doesn't have so that. in the beginning but seriously this wolverine can tank a stupid amount of damage being indomitable and having healing factor trait which is a he can use regeneration whenever he wants he doesn't have to you know wait to use it he can always regen which is a favorite of mine and when he has two action tokens he can use it as a free action so what i always like to do is go ahead feel free to push wolverine go ahead roll regen and then next turn before he clears he still has two action tokens go ahead and heal him again Uh, This Wolverine has almost never been KO'd in any game I play, and that to me has always felt just like the perfect Wolverine. Just never dying, always healing, taking shots.
4: Okay,
5: let's go back to Devin. Uh, Are there any comments you want to say about the other two figures?
0: Uh, I do love the brown suit Wolverine. He is a tank to deal with. Especially before the rules changes where Precision Strike just ignored Super Senses altogether. I've had so many Super Sense figures just automatically be KO'd due to the guy attacking them twice. Uh, so that's been pretty fun. And I do love that uh, Gravity Feed Wolverine from uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, too. Just because it feels like the, the whole snick. <laughs> it feels like that power uh, is pretty comic-accurate.
5: How about you, Calder? Anything you want to say?
6: Yeah, uh, for me, Wolverine should always have like a full dial of Blades, and that's what I love about the Super Rare Wolverine, is that it's just no, give or take, Blades cost fangs the entire time. And I do love Battle Fury in my Wolverines, and you know I kind of wish most more of these Wolverines should have top dial Battle Fury, in my opinion, but it's pretty good. And those Stock Clicks, very reminiscent to me of the Tabat Wolverine, which is like one of my all-time favorites. But uh, yeah, I love Stock Clicks, and of course, man... I was obsessed with the blue and yellow costume, so seeing it does make me feel feel good inside. I gotta say.
4: Okay,
5: uh, last things I want to say. I believe that the sculpt for the new super rare is just absolutely fantastic. Mm. Uh, probably the best Wolverine sculpt that has ever been made. Uh, I also I'm I really do like the brown costume Wolverine, and I hate sitting across the table when I play against my brother. He's a huge X Men fan. The only qualm I have about that figure is that he only has the X-Men keyword versus the Super Rare that at least has the Weapon X keyword as well. So those are a little bit off, but uh, I mean, you know, take what you can get sometimes in the games of Heroclix. So let's get on to the voting aspect of casual comparisons. Calder, why don't you start us off? Who are you voting for and what made you make the decision to vote for him?
6: I really want to vote for my Wolverine. But that's like nostalgia talking, to be honest with you. Oh, but he's so good. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to Devons, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Battle Fury is the only part of Wolverine that mine doesn't like cover. Like, it's got a full dial of blades, it's got some moving attacks, got flurry. But the fact that this Wolverine can have flurry if he's on the other side of the board, or he can play more defensive, and the fact that he can potentially make three attacks in one turn is absolutely gruesome. And this Wolverine, especially the stock clicks, should be just as much of a tank as the last aforementioned Wolverine. So, uh, Xavier School's got to get my vote.
5: Okay. Devin, what are you going to vote for?
0: Uh, I felt like I should vote for the, uh, <laughs> Days of Future Past because Calder knows where I judge hero clicks. <laughs> <laughs> he can always come get me. Uh,. Yeah. uh so I'll make this an interesting third vote. I'm voting, voting Days of Future Past just because I love that tank of a Wolverine. And when if you ever get the chance to run uh, feats, <laughs> give them, like, the, well, I forget what it's called, but, like, the improved healing factor where you can just do it for free anyway.
5: Oh, yeah. It also it's actually it has a really picture mean. of Wolverine on the feet. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yeah. It goes it with becomes,
0: it. oh, man, so hard to deal with. But, yeah, I vote Days of Future Past. Dun, dun, dun.
5: <laughs> well, so it's up to me, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bittersweet, I think, for for both of you, actually. So uh, my vote is going to go – well, first of all, let's go ahead and automatically throw out the Wolverine and X-Men one. He uh, does not have an entire dial full of blades, and I just think that that's wrong. So buy 201 Wolverine. Um, as far as the Days of Future Past one, I, I love this figure. It is a great figure, but it, it is – it's a little bit um, – Old in the sense of the comic book. Wolverine has not worn the brown costume in a really long time, and I've read so many more comic books where, although Wolverine has actually worn the brown costume, last time I checked an infographic, he wore that more than almost any other color that he's ever worn. He had Mm -hmm. that for years and years. Uh, The blue and yellow is actually, even though it's one of his most iconic looks, not the one he wore the longest. So, a lot of people are going to have a different view on, uh, depending on what era of comic books you were reading in, which Wolverine's costume is the real Wolverine costume. But for me, I'm going to choose the brand new super rare Headmaster Wolverine. I love the fact he has an entire dial full of blades, he has an entire dial full of sidestep. For some reason, not many Wolverines actually have ignores hindering terrain, and I really think that that is. Um, a piece of information about Wolverine that a lot of dial designers uh, for Kids don't put in there. The fact that he just moves through the jungle so fluidly in the he is a ninja. Uh, comic books, he is a ninja. He very Bam. much is. So that's important that he can do that. Um, three stop clicks is amazing because I think that that represents Wolverine coming out from, I mean, an enormous amount of damage. And he always comes back because he's Wolverine. Unless he gets I encased, do love. encased in adamantium, and then he's dead. But, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, but uh, go ahead, Calder, what?
6: I'm sorry, I do love that his special defense power with the stock regeneration is just like, I'm still Wolverine. Like, people are shooting at him just like, what do you think is going to happen? I'm Wolverine. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that going to accomplish? It's, it's great.
5: Now, I think they did put uh, a couple of weird things on this dial, specifically because they were trying to keep the cost at 150 points. Notice how there's not any precision strike on the dial. There's also offbeat exploit weakness. I think that if they're really to make the perfect Wolverine, it should have exploit weakness, the whole dial, because adamantium cuts through everything. But obviously you get a very bloated dial if you did that and pushing Mm. 200 points on every single Wolverine. So uh, it looks like Wolverine, uh, super rare, number 53, from Xavier School is going to be the official dial H for HeroClix Wolverine. It is decided. You have it is decided. <laughs> so, alright, uh that is casual comparisons. I just want to say thank you very much to Devin from Happy Little HeroClix for coming on. Um do you have anything to say?
6: Yeah, I just want to say that he, this is one of my favorite YouTube channels, uh, Hero Quicks Wise, to watch. And if you haven't seen his Hellcow team building video, it is very much approved by yours truly. I think it was great because you know I love Hellcow. You know I do. It was a very interesting team. It was. It was. I mean, Kite Man was such a nice choice. I loved it. I loved how you added it. It was good. And that's all
0: I've pretty much got to say. Devin, you want to go ahead and plug yourself and. Uh, Sure. Yeah, just really quick. Uh, Happy Little Hair Clicks on YouTube. Do a YouTube search. I should pop up. That's about it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, man. Talk to you next time. Okay, for our next guest, we're actually going to bring on Jake Robinson and Mike Anderson from the Rule of Three podcast. So what's going on, guys? Welcome to the podcast.
8: Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us.
5: So what we're going to do tonight with you guys is going to play a game of Bad Samaritan. Now, you have been on the podcast before and played Bad Samaritan. For those of you that have just tuned in to Dialage for Hear Clicks for the first time, these are the rules of Bad Samaritan. I have chosen a handful of characters. They are all modern age. I have a list of clues in front of me, numbered 1 through 20. 17 through 20 are all free plays on this list. Calder has a list, a a random number generator in front of him. He is going to give me a number. I'm going to give him an associated clue off of the list. Each contestant is going to have a guess for what the uh, figure is. I'm going to tell them if they're right or wrong. If they are right, they get a point. If they're wrong, I get a point. And at the end of the figures, we'll tally up the points and see who wins. Does everybody understand what's going on? Yes, boss. Yes. Okay, let's play some Bad Samaritan. Hmm. Okay, Calder, why don't you hit me with the first number.
6: All right. I just remembered. to no. know, every time he says Calder has a random number generator, that's normally when Calder remembers to get a random number generator. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <In> so there. <laughs> the uh,
5: number is number one? Yep. Man, this is yeah. already great. Starting off for a yeah. great <laughs> game of Bad Samaritan for me. Number one is... Team ability, of which this character does not have a team ability. Funny. Oh,
4: mm-hmm. right.
7: Sounds modern. <laughs>
4: so uh, <laughs> yes, what we do
5: encourage in the game of Bad Samaritan is the listener, pause it after you get the clue, see if you can guess a character that is modern, that falls in those parameters, uh, po- uh, press play on the podcast and see if you're right. So... <laughs> Cotter, you are normally ex- exceptionally good at Bad Samaritan. Do you have a guess already for this week?
8: Oh, I totally have a guess. I'm pretty sure I'm exceptionally bad.
5: <laughs>
6: You're throwing it out there? Korax. What is it? Korax. Him
5: okay, in in saying
6: Corax. what is it isn't that very good. <laughs> uh.
5: Okay, locked in with Korax. Jake, Mike.
8: All right, so mm. a character that doesn't have a team ability, right?
5: That is correct. That's modern. It is correct.
8: I'm going to say Casey Jones.
5: Okay, locked in for Casey Jones, Jake's side.
8: Is this like uh, 20 questions or, uh, no. or uh, just modern? <laughs> All right. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking Avengers Defenders were because a lot of that set had nothing. I'm going to go with uh, Daredevil.
5: Okay, locked in with Daredevil from Mike. All right, survey is going to say... (laughs) Let's go on to clue number two. That is an incorrect answer.
6: All right.
5: (coughs) Scratching those up.
6: Generate Ah, number 14.
5: 14 is going to be opening attack power. We have super strength. Okay. Whoa. That narrows it down quite a bit. So well, not Casey Jones. Mm. <laughs> I don't
6: know, he's pretty muscular, but no, i
8: not Oh, man. Um, crap, you said he's modern, right? I'm trying to remember if he's still modern. Buckets, I can't remember. That's whatever. I'm going to go with uh, Superman Prime.
5: Uh, so, yeah. an additional rule everyone should know for the game of Bad Samaritan, if you say a hero or villain's name, it will cover all iterations that are modern of that character. So if you say Superman, it will cover oh, right, the 15 right. versions of Superman that are currently available. Oh, right. so okay. all right. uh, Superman That's locked in for Mike. Alright, I'm going to say Armagon. Armagon oh, locked nice. in for Jake. My what boy. about you, her?
6: I'm going to go with M.
5: M. Monet herself? Okay. Survey says... <laughs> doing real well. I told well. you I was bad. <laughs> doing <Huh>. real well. <laughs> All right. What's your last clue for this figure? Number 11. Number 11 is name of trait. Okay, oh boy. so... Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this. Erg, with an exclamation point in the <laughs> Come on, man. That really oh. narrows it down for you guys.
8: All right, can you repeat that?
4: Yep. <laughs> okay. Is that like an right.
6: R-R-A-A-G-R-R-H-H, something like that? Is that sort of the wheelhouse we're working with here? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give
5: it. you an – yeah, sure, why not?
6: Okay.
5: That... So, okay. As of right now, you know that it is a figure with super strength that has a trait name Rarg. <laughs> and what's the other thing that you know about this figure?
4: All right, no I got ability. It.
5: No, team ability.
4: Right, I got it. no team ability. All right, I
5: got it. All right. What is? Uh,
8: it? We're going with the Hulk.
5: The Hulk locked in for Mike's side. Smart. Jake.
1: I'm gonna say Frankenstein. Okay. Oh. on the undead
8: set. Oh man.
5: Locked in for so, Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein.
8: Okay. Calder. I'm I'm gonna go with the Gorn.
5: The Gorn.
8: Oh Ooh. man, I forgot about the Gorn. That
5: might be right. <laughs> Locked in for the Gorn. Survey says
4: no, coming in was...
5: clutch is actually going to be Frankenstein's monster. Point oh, to Jake.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Good
5: I suck this game. Turn it around. So he has two traits, by the way. Uh, the other trait is called My Creator, but I didn't want to give you him that one because better. Yeah, this one. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah.. Yeah.
8: Well, come on, everybody knows the Hulk has one trait out there that, that starts with. Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would...
5: Let's move on to figure number two. Call or hit me with a number. All right. Number 10. Number 10: name of special power. This figure has no special. P- no, that's a lie. Uh, it does have. It does have a special power. Um, I was looking at a different one. Sorry. The name of the special power is Fast Deadly Shadows.
4: Uh. Okay.
5: <laughs> I love when you get. I get those responses from you, Calder. Okay.
6: This just it hurts my mind. It's just honestly, where does Chris find these guys?
8: <laughs> oh man, I right, instantly wanted to go to like a speed force character, but that seems too easy.
5: Uh well, Flash isn't modern anymore, so that eliminates a lot of speedsters.
8: Well there is God of Death.
5: hmm <laughs> Maybe it is God
8: of that Death. That sounds like a God of Death thing, but I That's didn't. what I was thinking, but that seems yeah. really easy.
5: I mean, All this right, is only the so nice. first
8: round.
7: We're around, going with God so. of Death.
8: Because
5: we've sucked yeah, so bad good. in the past. To give <laughs> us some good ones. Okay, locked in with God of Death Flash. Uh, what about you, Calder?
6: Uh, I'm going to go with Necron, or whatever his name is. The bat God Dude.
5: Necroon, I think. But yes, I got Sorry. you. Okay. Locked in with Necroon. I'm going to look it up his name. Necroon, yeah. Oh, that was uh, ah, Thanks. <laughs> All right, Jake, you got an answer.
1: Uh, Let's do the Shredder. The
5: <laughs> you should know them all by now, J I <laughs> I should know, but...
4: okay. I know.
5: All right, locked in with the Shredder. Survey says, <laughs> I'm going to need a second number. All incorrect. All right. I
8: hate you. All right. Man. I really thought oh. it was Shredder. Could have made it easy.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
8: Number nine. Sort of embarrass us. I see how this is. Hey, number
5: nine. More. This is going to go over real well for you guys. Range and number of bolts, zero with one bolt. Shock bolt. Oh. You see, shocker. He's <laughs>
6: shocker.
5: Locked in for shocker. No, uh, no,
6: I was like, it's too late.
5: What? You can't take it back. <laughs> Those deadly shadows. Fast power. Uh, fast deadly shadows is the name of the power.
8: Shatter. And he's modern, right?
5: Correct.
6: And negative man. No, it's called negative spirit. Um, let's see.
1: I mean, I'm something though.
6: Uh, yeah, I feel like it might be a bystander thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Man, fast deadly shadows. Your mom knew he spits out mindless ones, though. I'm
8: gonna go with Beast. Okay. Hmm. Mm. Dark Beast, yeah. Or any beast. I can't beast. remember oh. I can't remember what his stuff is called.
5: Uh now are you gonna go with Beast or Dark Beast? Two different characters. Okay.
6: No, Chris. Come on. They're both Hank. Yeah, they, they are, are two, actually, two different,
5: two different, different universes. Universe. I was actually
8: I was actually thinking about Dark Beast, so let's go Dark Beast.
5: Okay, Dark Beast locked in Dark for beast. Mike. <laughs> Calder, I know you have an answer. Yeah, man. I don't
6: know. This is hard. This is like, this is difficult. Um.
5: I took some time to actually pick out some good figures this week. Sometimes I just like open it up and I'm like, oh, we're playing Bad Samaritan. I better pick three and just click randomly, and then I'm like, yeah, that sounds good.
6: Okay. <laughs> All right. Hand Ninja.
5: Hand Ninja locked in for Calder. Jake, what about you? Oh man. That's a good
6: one. Batman.
1: i say Batman. <laughs>
5: locked in for Batman. <laughs> Please, sorry, That's Batman. an that is a long standing joke in the game of Bad Samaritan on this podcast, but live <laughs> unintentionally. Alright, survey says <laughs> no. those, those are some good answers, but none of which are correct. Let's move on to clue number three. Calder hit me with a number. Do we even play this game? Nah, twenty. Yes. Okay, twenty. Twenty is a free play. Uh, you can pick anything that you would like to know about this figure. Typically chosen things. In the past, are going to be uh, name of trait, named keyword, set, set number, examples. So uh, talk amongst yourselves. What do you guys want to know? Oof. I think,
1: guys, we should get set unless you have a better idea.
6: No, I think set is a really good choice. I mean, <laughs> set's always been solid in the past. What about what about figure
5: numbers? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't. We can't look easy no. online. That's um, terrible. I'm, I'm sh- no, you should. Def- you guys uh, should go with like. uh... If you want a set, I'm good with set. set if it me. has improved yeah. movement or targeting, that's definitely a solid that's, choice. Thanks, thanks, Chris. <laughs> okay, so you do want to go with the set? Yes. yes. Okay, the set is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Heroes in a Half Shell.
1: Oh man, now you're making me feel bad. I don't
6: know my
5: sets. I was thinking exactly I mean, the same thing. <laughs> I know you're a huge uh, turtles guy. Oh, yeah. You're to,
6: supposed to know this. That's why I was excited. I'm like, I suck at turtles, man. Jake. Dude, man. I
1: know. I think I know the uh, guy, but I can't think of his name. I think I know exactly which one it is. Oh, What's he look like? Uh, it's the guy who calls him the dude at the end. If you die like. Diane Khan? He, like, Chin Khan sounds right. I'm, I, but He's I'm like not sure. Dude, right? He's in that set, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and, like, he, he summons that giant. Uh, like Colossal Bystander
6: kill someone though. I don't remember. Okay.
1: So our Colossus are like Deadly Shadows, Turtles, and what else? Oh, we this we only have
6: two, huh? Yep. No, okay. we have three. We have Deadly Shadows, Turtles, and he has no range, or or, or bolts. That's yeah. right. That's right. So,
4: hmm. Then,
8: well. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Foot Clan Ninja because that seems like a safe bet. There's like 100 of them each in each set.
5: Okay. There are four in this set, so that will cover all four. That's at least – let's see. There's a grand total of 35 figures, so it's four Uh out of 35 covered.
8: (laughs) (laughs) That seems like low odds, but all right.
5: (laughs) All right. Locked in for Foot Ninja on Mike's end. Uh, What about you, Calder?
6: Uh, you know what? I'm, I might steal Jake's answer because I can't think of <laughs> any other character in Turtle that's sets, fine. like, at that's all, fine. so if, if you know any other, like, person in a Turtle set, please do it, but, like, I, I that's, like, the only other guy I think I even own. No, I, I think
1: it comes something no, Lucy.
5: Okay.
6: No, no. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna steal Cheyenne Khan or Shane Con or whatever it is.
5: Okay. Con. Locked in for the con dude with the sword. Got it? Yep. And comes down to Jake. What's your last answer?
1: Man, I think I'm gonna go with Nah, it's not her. Crap, I'm gonna say Shredder.
4: Mm.
5: You can say Batman again, man. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of turtleish. <laughs> hey,
1: he's uh, canon. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a set, but like I know Karai has range, so it's not Karai. It's one of those, like probably Foot Clan. Um. Who else do I have? And then the, that set chases it's definitely probably not any of them. Crap. Uh, let's go with Fugitoid. This a Fugitoid. Himself. Fugitoid. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. Aww>, that's <laughs> such a throwaway. All right. No right? I don't. Think, I can't think of anything better. It's weird. I, it's like, I can't John. think of
6: any other ninja, like actual ninja characters in that set <laughs> besides the turtles. Yeah, or... it's
5: like, Oh. Well, that's point. okay. That's okay because Jake already got a point. So even if he yeah. even if he loses, he's still beating you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, but I. All right.
4: All right. Locked uh, in. Be, uh, we I'll got a hand one. ninja.
5: We got whatever Calder said, and or a foot ninja, wow. and then the con guy, and then uh, fugitoid. Survey says. <laughs> oh man. <That's laughs> you guys are gonna be so upset. <laughs> 015 squirrel annoyed. Oh my. crap!
4: What's <laughs> <laughs> I've done worse
1: squirrel noise.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's like the xenomorph things from the video games, but in the 2012 show, it's like squirrels and they like um yeah, yeah. it is. Um, it's great.
5: squirrels that turn into xenomorph things. They're awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. <laughs>
5: All right, so it looks like I got a point in round two. It's a one-and-one with Jake, and you guys, wow, you're falling way behind. I'll just (sighs) sit up here on my mountain of one points. (sighs) Let's move on to figure number three. Calder, hit me with a number.
6: 18, that's what I like to see.
5: 18 is a free play, so what would you like to know about this figure?
6: Want to get set again? Or maybe named keyword. Like, that's also been pretty helpful in the past. Male or female? I don't know. Set so
5: might be good up front. So I think it. That's I don't not know. Male it's and good. female oh, are not viable options for the <laughs> game Lame. of Bad Samaritan.
8: <laughs>
5: Lame. Fine. Even this would be That is good. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Looks like we have a consensus on set. We are going to have Superman and Wonder Woman. Ooh. Oh, all right. Didn't this just
1: rotate out? Oh, was that in June? So we're still good until... Yeah, we, yeah, it's we're still viable for another, like, two months of Bad Samaritan. Okay, okay, okay. I, I wasn't really going to get that upset. <laughs> <so. laughs>
6: <laughs> Newsboy right. Legion.
5: What did you say?
6: Newsboy Legion.
5: Newsboy Legion locked in from Calder's End. Um...
8: Toy Master.
5: Toy Master? Wasn't that what? it? No, he
8: was Wasn't the World's
6: he Finest. He was the World's
8: Finest. Oh, oh right. Oh, no, it was the lost, robot. Me, <laughs> it was the robot that came right? Was, the robot was a colossal. The robot and was a And then we colossal. got Toy Master yeah. later. That's... Okay, I remember. Crap, I'm trying to think about Superman and Wonder Woman then. So there
5: are colossals in Superman and Wonder Woman.
8: Yeah. You know what? Let's, old... let's throw back... Oh, that's what I was just gonna say. I was like, let's throw back to the thing that nobody played, the War Wheel. Yeah, you can take that one. That's not where I was gonna take. Ooh.
5: Okay, locked in, Mike. War Wheel. What about you, Jake?
1: I will do my boy. Can't remember my boy's name right now. Uh <laughs> the Apocalypse, big guy, Brimstone. Brim... Brimstone. <laughs> my, All right. my boy. That is, that is an option in this set. That
5: is, yeah, okay. Brimstone right, is survey. the one I was looking for. Survey says. <laughs> That's three figures down from the set, so you're, you're moving along, guys. <laughs> that's that's only like number.
6: 70-something figures in that set. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah I
5: think it's
8: like 74.
5: Something, something, odds in your favor, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Number eight is improved movement or targeting, and they do have improved <laughs> movement, ignores hindering terrain. I don't know if that's going to help you at all. Well, it's
6: probably <laughs> not going to be a flighter. Fl- blah, blah, blah. Probably not going to yeah, be a flighter. Yeah, say flyer. a lot of that set flies.
5: Yeah. So, what was that again? The improved the ignore movement, hindering movement ignores hindering terrain.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to stick to Apocalypse, guys. I think I know who I want. Oh, wait. Never mind. I think he's <laughs> in the world's finest. Who I'm thinking of?
6: Desire is the in world's finest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Knew it. Read your mind. Alright, let's see. Man, oh man. Notice change training for
8: movement. Lois Lane.
5: <laughs> okay. Lois Lane locked in from Mike.
8: I can uh, barely remember her dial. She just out, has that weight is all I remember.
5: Calder, do you have an answer?
8: Ah, uh, soldier. Generic
5: soldier. soldier. Yeah, that is that is a that is such a horrible name for a piece. Just soldier, by the way. Um, Jake, did you have an answer? Um, Blue
1: movement, Lucy Henry.
6: Supergirl.
8: Okay. Locked in Number for four. Supergirl. See, ah, uh, dude, dude, wasn't uh, she? Isn't she the rare though? I'm pretty yeah, sure she's like
6: the apocalypse version of her. Yeah, the sure she flight, i she I has played. I think. Like,
8: yeah.
5: You want to change your answer there, Jake? Yeah, let's change it. Let's go with.
8: If it's if it's if it's right, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure she's right.
1: Yeah. Um, man, we already went with uh, what's his face for super. Oh, uh, let's see. Ah, is it The ape in it. <laughs> he he does that, not <laughs> that? He doesn't need that. does
6: not
5: you can guess that. That's fine. I'll take another I'm point. Right. not a big deal. Uh, I feel like hungry, hungry hippos over here just trying to collect all the points. Yeah,
1: man. Um, let's see. Man, I can't think. Let's go with Superman. It's probably Superman who can't... because on the ground. and There might be another. Clark Kent,
8: yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. There were quite a few that were like changing clothes and whatnot. The sh- yeah. But the, the shifting... Like,
6: what is it? The uh, oh, there weren't any shifting focus in this set, but I mean, there were a few different Superman. Oh, okay. there
8: was there was the Superman sculpt let's that was up. shifting. See, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure see. he started with sidestep. Mixing it all up. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, let's go with
1: Clark Kent then.
5: Okay, locked in with Clark Kent. Uh, survey says.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? You have one
5: really... more round to guess. I was really sure All right, I one was the one. Hit me with a number.
6: We got number seven.
5: Number seven is generic keyword, and the generic keyword on this figure is going to be
1: detective. Detective. Oh man! Has anyone
6: said Batman? Batman. There is a Batman. No one has
1: said
8: Batman
6: this 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 go around Oh
8: right. There was the was the
6: you're talking about the chase pill. No, there's the Miraculo pill, Batman. I mean there was also the whatever, Batman. Nazi not Nazi. Whatever they were the, so yeah, it, the it, Red Sun. Red Sun guys, yeah.
8: I totally forgot about Batman.
5: Alright, so Calder, do you have an answer?
6: I don't. Actually I'm gonna turn on my camera so I can link with uh me and me and Chris here. I'm gonna see if I can uh get some get some mind power going on. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's change it. There we go. This is the yeah. first
5: time I've ever seen the inside of your house. Oh
6: yeah, it's basement. <laughs> there we go. Me and uh, me and Mink, yeah, me and Mike officially got it going on. All right, see. Is that let's a fake beard that
5: you're wearing right now? Uh, you know what? It's
6: a podcast, So no one really knows. So let's just let's just it it. Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so
5: do we have do we have any guesses this round?
6: <laughs> right. Okay, no, seriously. Um, man. Detective. Ignore syndrome Lane. Detective. Detective.
1: I think there's a lowest lane, Detective.
6: <laughs> did he, lane,
1: he did guess
5: the yeah. guess lane, so. Okay. I for it's sure. It's not, she not had like this. they
6: made Detective Champ or something in the set. Like, what?
5: And so, you guys know, uh, this set does include the Fast Forces, so, those are six options.
6: Was that a giveaway then? The, maybe I mean that was Red Green Lantern, was... Red Tornado, Rocket.
5: Maybe it's a giveaway. Maybe it's me trying to throw you off the trail. Is there, there is a. This set does
1: have a. Wait, does it have a Martian Manhunter in it?
6: Nope, last oh, Martian. We no. Got what? It's Trinity War. This
1: Trinity War. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Um.
8: It's
1: Manhunter. The
8: Superman. Superman. I'm gonna go with uh, Wraith. Wraith, was, okay. Wasn't he in this set? He was the super right? Yes. Wasn't he? Wasn't he doing? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wraith. I think <laughs> I can't remember his keywords, but he seemed he was really slow is all I remembered.
5: <laughs> okay, locked in for Wraith on Mike's end. What about you, Jake?
8: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Man, I don't got anybody. Uh, Jimmy Olsen? He seems a detective reporter.
5: Okay. Locked in with Jimmy Olsen then? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that as a yes, I think. So, yes. All right, Calder.
6: Detective. I kind of don't want to say Batman, and I want to say Batman.
8: <laughs> oh, just give Bruce some love. We all know he needs it.
6: Yeah, yeah, we'll say Batman. Okay, okay.
5: locked in with Batman. Batman <laughs> survey says. Ouch. Uh
4: zero, 01010
5: zero, Huntress.
8: Oh, man, I totally oh, yeah. forgot she was in this the set. Of
5: Batman
1: family character. That's what I was trying to think. It's like some stupid sidekick. <laughs> He's but... like the same
6: person. Chris, give it to me. Right? Well,
5: basically. Um, but, <laughs> no, Well, I was I'm like, trying, all right, there's, there's Earth 2, but I can't remember. Yeah. Sorry, Calder, I yeah. can't hear your complaints from all the ah. way up on top of my mountain of, of awesomeness up here Whatever. with my two Whatever. points. <laughs> Dude, Let's I'll move say, on. Uh, we have two more characters bad place to, to keep... go through. Normally we do three characters, oh but God. because this is episode 200, we're going to extend it a little bit and see what we can get out of this. So, uh, <sighs> totally Calder, <routine> myself. <laughs> Calder, hit me with a number.
6: Uh, number 15.
5: Number 15 is opening defensive power. And the opening defensive power is combat reflexes. Ooh. All right. Fascinating. Hey, I don't want to hear it. You started the last round off with a free play.
6: Okay, fair enough, yeah.
5: <laughs>
8: Combat reflexes, huh?
5: Si, senor.
8: I'm going to go... I can I can guess what I've already guessed, right?
5: Nope. Well, you yeah, we want a brand new character, part. so it could be any anything that's mine All right. Uh-huh.
8: If that was wrong, yeah.
5: I'm going with... I guess theoretically I could have chosen um, the Huntress again. I'm going with Iron Fist. Iron Fist. He fists Ironly. Got it. Locked in. Uh, Alright.
8: I'm going to go Falcon.
5: Locked Hmm. in for Falcon on Calder's side. What about you, Jake? Combat reflexes, so that's top dial? Uh, That is correct. Top dial. Okay. That doesn't
1: really change my answer. I'm going to do Raphael.
5: Raphael, locked in. Survey says... (laughs) Moving on to clue number two. All right. Number 12. Number 12, any special combat symbols? There are none. Man, this is Ah, great.
6: Not a flyer. That's good to know. Not indomitable.
5: Not a flyer, not indomitable, not tiny. They don't have duo attacks. No. Let's
4: yeah,
8: Rib. <laughs> uh.
5: By the way, when they start introducing the autonomous combat symbol, we're gonna have to make up a probably a new rule for that to see if. Those I don't happen. know.
6: Those are like only used on pogs. We'll see. And, okay, we shall see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Talk
4: <sighs> Man,
6: combat reflexes. Nothing special about them. All right. Spider Gwen.
5: Okay, locked in for Spider Gwen. like.
8: Didn't yeah. she have combat reflexes top dial? I always I, feel like Spider I, Person has three. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um. Connor, what about
5: you?
6: Is, I'm like thinking,
8: Chris. This is hard. <laughs>
5: I'm like thinking. I just throw
8: poop at the wall and hope it sticks.
5: Let's
6: see the... it, It's so weird. Like, once you give me a hint, I'll instantaneously forget every single figure that's ever had combat.
5: <laughs>
4: exactly.
6: Yeah. That's
8: why hey, I went Jake, with easy Jake, ones. there
5: are three more turtles you
8: want to guess. Oh, it's That's <laughs> true. That's <laughs> true. I just went, like, straight to martial artists and then just went from there.
5: What, what is. artist? Batrock sniper. Batrock? Is that your yep. answer, Calder? Yep. Okay. Locked in with Batrock. I'm going to go with
1: uh, Casey Jones.
5: Casey Jones locked in. Survey says... Man, I picked some good figures this week, I swear. (laughs) All right, next clue. Number
6: three. Number
5: number three is set. Oh, hey. All right. Set is Star Trek.
4: Nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. I only
5: chose one from Star Trek so we far.
4: Why do I
1: suck? <laughs> we need
4: Chris. All right, so I'm, go? I'm here.
8: I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with core.
5: Core? Do you mean
8: the, the chase?
5: Oh, there, there is. Yeah, no. There's a core. There's a core axe in the set. They got a little... Well, I was trying issues. to think of
8: the chase Klingon. That's, uh... Oh, man.
5: Start check. Start check, start check, start check.
8: No, I'm gonna go with core.
5: Okay. Locked in with core. I know that I'm breaking Calder's mind right now, so this is great.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Which is great. It's even better because I can see his mind breaking because he turned on his camera. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tell the listener what Potter just did.
6: <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, Sulu. That's, that's, that's Oh. That's okay. classic.
5: All right. Locked in for uh, Lieutenant Sulu? Yes. That covers a couple of the characters in the set. Mm. All right, Jake, do you have a last answer for this figure?
1: Uh, Gorn. 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 No.
5: Gorn. Why
7: no? Why are you probably, saying no? I thought he had a better defense than that.
1: He's got, he like, does. invulnerability,
4: right?
7: Yeah. yeah. Like don't, don't waste your guess, Jake. Oh, uh, Chris is here. Oh, hey. Uh. <laughs> I've been here for, like, three rounds. Right. I've been eating jelly beans. Captain Kirk. <laughs> well, all right, then. Oh.
8: I forgot about Kirk.
5: Welcome to the podcast, the last member of Ooh. Rule of Three podcast.
4: Hmm. Yeah, Chris him,
5: sir. Yes, hello. Okay. okay, so what is gonna be your actually you, you might need ask him. Ask uh you want to jump in on this? Mm, sure. Alright. I, so I, I, like,
7: I know, I, I was uh I was thinking Sulu too. Do I have to say something different? You have to say something that would different. Be helpful. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go with uh McCoy. He's a he's a sprightly fellow. He's got some combat reflexes. Okay. Lying. No, he doesn't. he doesn't. That's a bad answer. Why'd you let me do that? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got uh, It's uh, it's got to be Sulu or maybe just like a, a random Romulan or something. Hmm. I'll say a Spock. Does it? Oh, I,
4: I'm telling got, you. It's
5: got to it, be a Romulan or something. I choose Spock. Yeah, he's close enough. One of the cousins.
7: <laughs> I
4: love that.
5: All right. yeah. Okay, alright. Locked Spock. locked in with Spock from Chris. Jake, do you have anything? I was like Kirk. Okay, Kirk. Locked in. Oh my gosh. You guys just I love just giving me points. Survey I... says no. no twenty-four Orion female. <laughs> oh oh wow. yeah, the the green strippers.
7: But
5: like who?
7: <laughs> the green strippers.
8: Now I see how this game works.
7: <laughs> I knew I there'd be some crap generic.
5: It's not always a generic. I chose Huntress a minute ago. And yeah, okay. Uh, the
8: the well known Huntress, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: she she does things Batman like. Yeah,
4: she's
5: true. All right. She so I'm, I'm clearly dominating this game of Bad Samaritan. So uh, somebody needs to get yeah. a point, maybe like a posterity point. Last figure. Let's move on. First clue. Call her, hit me with a number.
6: Ah, uh, number four.
5: Number four is set number. Oh, man. Maybe this really will answer this question. WKMP17002.
8: Hmm.
5: Okay.
9: OP figure.
5: Or maybe. Yeah, but the
8: numbering systems were so weird per year. It's like 17 is 2017, right? And then 002 is not necessarily linked to the correct month. But it probably would have been January? Yeah. yeah. Or you know, the OP kids off.
5: This one's gonna kill me. In the history of Bad Samaritan, getting set number as your very first clue, I don't know if it has ever been as useful as right now.
6: This is actually super useful.
5: Okay, so wait, if we would've got set,
6: would you have just said like Whiz Kids, like I would, or something? I,
5: I would definitely have told you that it falls under I, I'm not telling you anything, because that's not the clue you got.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Male or female?
4: <laughs>
5: Ambiguous. <laughs> Quick, what robots came out that year? <clears throat> all right, so uh, you, all you have a n- is a number. Let's start. The guess is called. Do you have anything? I uh, know. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop locked in? Okay. Uh, let's go to Jake. Um,
1: Arrowet.
5: Arrowet oh. is, isn't that DC man?
1: Oh yeah, the subcam. <laughs>
5: no, that's cool. You can you can guess that.
8: <laughs> you know, you know, like ah, uh, that DC chicken Bow uh, Man, uh, was
4: it
8: was it January? I don't know. I'm trying There's to probably think. Probably
5: one like, listener out there that's like, I know exactly who I this know, is. I, it's oh like, yeah. Well. The
8: guys. And the sad thing is, like the OP kids, they just like come and go, and you just don't think about them. That yeah, is very true. Or or you well, don't.
5: This is only the first round, so I mean, you can throw ah. away the answer this round.
8: So, yeah. I, I like to say that, Chris. No, there. you
5: just throw all the way, all the answers away. I like getting well, that's, that's
8: that's Well, that, like I said, It's that's my general strategy is just throw stuff and see what happens. And <laughs> so far, it's not working out, but it's all right.
5: Okay, uh, Jake, do you have a different answer than Arrowhead? <laughs> oh, Falcon. <laughs>
8: Falcon. So now, same OP set. <laughs> I don't right.
5: back will off that. Falcon locked in. What about you, Mike?
8: Did they make a Professor X in the OP kit? Nope. In 20, they didn't in 2017? I'm trying to think. We got a couple... Well, we got so a couple kidding, of the X-Men. X-Men sets, or the X-Men ah. OP kits, right? Oh, yeah, that right was Bishop, Black King. No, that was the end of the year, it was Bishop and Black King. Earlier in the year, I think we got... Well, it's a 002 number, so it should be pretty close to the beginning, right? Yeah,
7: there was um... Storm. Uh, sure, sure I think like... yeah, we got one with uh, Havoc, too.
6: Oh, yeah. Havoc, Banshee, and then some of the chick. Hilarious.
7: Hilarious. Deadpool
8: and the X-Force oh. was the beginning
6: of the year, right? February, yeah.
8: February. But the I don't, I don't remember if they had an op
6: Kit. Right. The op Kit figure for that one was that one dude in the purple suit because he didn't fit in the Fast horses. Terror, I think was his name.
8: Oh, right. Well, yeah. I thought they had another one, though, in the main set. Didn't they have two Terrors? Yeah, they did, but this is... Deadpool set one of them. They, and there was the they break, couldn't yeah. fit
6: all the members in the Fast Horses of the Rainbow, Deadpool core, or whatever it was. It was right, right. So he was the set one, but he wasn't like a normal one. He was part of the Deadpool set. He was the prize figure for that set, not like a normal... Right.
8: Well, I thought the I thought the play for Elise didn't match Deadpool, so I was trying to think of what would come out. Because <laughs> um, they were for a while like coming out relatively close, like a Marvel OP kit would come out with a Marvel set. Yeah, and last year was super Marvel heavy. Um,
7: anybody got any guesses?
8: I'm gonna go with Blade. <laughs> Blade?
7: Blade? Didn't Blade come out? Was that the Was it like Punisher and Ghost Rider? I thought that was like two years ago.
8: No, I thought that was last year.
7: Midnight like, Suns. So, yeah, and, no. yeah. The, was I, Was that that couldn't have been last year?
8: i feel like it was last year but it may be wrong
7: well obviously it could have been but i feel like it wasn't (laughs) okay
5: so you are gonna stick with blade yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. even if
8: it was 2016 i thought it was beginning of 2017 but
5: whatever blade locked in locked in with blade uh let's go to chris what about you i will guess polaris polaris locked in and what about you jake
1: did I say Falcon? Or do, are we going you you to you're,
5: you're right, you did say Falcon. I'm, I'm sorry. Survey says. <laughs> hey, you did annihilate quite a few of them, out of the choices, so there's that. Let's move on to the second clue. <laughs> Called... Number one. Number one is team ability
6: Mystics. <laughs> Dr. Voodoo. <Whoa. laughs> Dr. Voodoo, oh, yeah, whatever he was.
5: Dr. Voodoo, locked in from Calder?
6: Yep. That is a good one.
5: That's a good
6: one. Okay. No! No, wait, he has special power to the game Mystics. Don't say locked in. He already said locked in. He has special power of the game Mystics.
5: I don't know. Should I take it back? I said uh, locked in, and he's like, yep. Uh, <laughs> <Like, laughs> all right, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. Nice at one time.
6: Yeah, because he definitely had a special power, because he only had it for two clicks. Right,
5: but, throw, out, throw out them guesses, gentlemen.
6: Man, most recent... <sighs> Like, figure <laughs> that has Mystics that I can
8: think of that was one of these
6: was uh, that DC dude, the wizard, actually had yeah. been in Mystics.
8: Dude, and Mystics felt so rare last year. It should be a kid.
5: There are people that are dying listening to this right now. Guys. Oh, I know. <laughs> why, why can't they? for Oh, my God, guys. Come on. <laughs> they're not, they're not there's just, yeah, there's only, like,
8: 500 figures a year.
1: <laughs> not OP kids.
8: <laughs> uh, the Marvel OP, OP kids. It. Yeah, Marvel OP 002 with Mystics.
1: What were the. So, Falcon and the Young Avengers, what were the other Young Avengers did we get? Did we uh, get. The a, other,
6: yeah, the Falcon the Young Avengers, that was Kate Bishop, Miss America, and Falcon. Miss America had Avengers' ability, I'm pretty sure. And she definitely wouldn't have had the Mystics.
1: Yeah, no. I just thought maybe there was a Wiccan. Um.
6: Nah, we haven't gotten a Wiccan since Civil War.
1: Since Civil War? <sighs> uh.
6: There was that Juggernaut. The free comic day? No, he wouldn't have been a mystic though. No, yeah. Uh-oh, that would have been re- would be ridiculous.
8: <laughs> you know what? We're gonna keep riding this OPK train. We're going with Ghost Rider.
4: Okay. Because <laughs> I honestly can't remember what
8: year that came out, but that sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
5: lock in with Ghost Rider. Uh, let's go. It's gonna be like to... yeah, it's gonna
8: be like 2015, and I'm gonna feel like an idiot. <laughs>
5: Living in the past. Let's go, let's go over to Jake. What about yep. you? 2015 was the best year. Uh, man, I have no idea. Man, this but, one's really stumping you guys. I know. Is it a guy or a girl? The. the I'm trying to think. Calder, did you guess this round?
6: Technically, no.
4: Oh yeah, that's why right, you cheated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's, let's, let's what were now. the other excellent
8: ones? Did we get a magic?
6: No, we got.
1: Somewhere...
8: No, we yeah, last it. magic. The yeah. most recent magic I, it was it was AVX, and then the one we just got.
1: Just got the the we just
8: got the two we just got. Do either of those have mystics? The demon one might.
1: The one in AVX it did.
8: Yeah, the one in AVX did, but this is OP kit, right? Or I'm assuming it's OP kit. Based on that number, was an Alpha Flight op kit? It, or that one shaman dude part of it? I don't remember.
7: The con exclusives don't get the the year the number. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be an op kit thing. Well, that helps. Um, and it's twenty
8: seventeen. But probably,
5: it's 002. I swear I it's the beginning of the
1: year. still have it in its plastic and never open those. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
5: hey, all I'm saying is if you have any of those Avenger ones, you want to send them my way. I won't. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Let's go with. I don't even know. I can't even think of any besides that. Keep this ship one. <laughs>
5: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something for you guys. I'll ask you if you want this. What if I read through every one of the OP figures really fast oh. and only once? And then you have to try to catch it if it is one of these figures.
6: <laughs> all um. right. Let's do it.
5: <laughs> yeah, all right. Game on. <laughs> all right. Scarlet Spider, Doctor Voodoo, Synapse, Havoc, Polaris, Banshee, Falcon, Kate Bishop, Miss American, Colossus, Storm, Blink, Dazzler, Longshot, Lila Cheney, Black Cat, Speed Demon, Silvermane.
7: Wait, did you read through those in order? Yes, I did. So it was the second one you read? I don't know. You're the guy, you guys are the ones guessing. Read.
6: I'm gonna go with Doctor Voodoo again because he was the only one
7: Oh really? I Doctor Voodoo no. ain't gotta you wait. You gotta wait till your turn comes around again. <laughs> I haven't since you since you were since you were so uh, unsure. I'll go with syn- synapse
8: since okay.
5: these guys were uh, Synapse from oh, that's Jake, right? That said that. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, I
8: wanna I wanna change my answer uh, since I was clearly off of here. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, you <laughs> no, already locked that one in. You have another round to go. All through. Right. Um, Calder, uh, let
7: we'll let Chris go first. Ah. Oh, I can go first. Yeah, go first. am mm, not gonna take Doctor Voodoo from you. Oh, you should. <laughs> I should. All right. So, well, there was because I think there was other, there was there was a the colossal Dromamus last year, right? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm mean,
5: not gonna
7: uh, answer that. I <laughs> was no, about he, to answer that question. He
6: was. That was the summer event. It was Titano, colossal and yeah. Murstat and whatever Wonder Woman's chat yeah.
7: I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say Dormammu because he always. Okay.
8: Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that event.
7: Locked in with Dormammu.
5: See what happens when it's not themed. Chris and <laughs> Calder. Sure. Is you still want to stick with uh, Doctor Voodoo?
8: Know, for sure
5: this time. Yeah. Okay, Doctor Voodoo for sure. Survey says. <laughs> oh. You thought it was gonna be Dormammu, but it is not.
4: Oh. Alright,
5: you guys have one more clue to go through. What is it, Calder?
6: <sighs> Number seventeen.
5: Number seventeen is a free play. Oh. What would you like to know about this character? Yeah, we <laughs> oh. That's not gonna help us this Long time.
8: Long hair or short hair? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
7: <laughs> Dormammu has fire hair.
8: Yeah, see, we could totally totally wheel this down. And- all
7: right. Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait. So it wasn't Doctor Voodoo or Dormammu? It was not no. Doctor Voodoo nor Dormammu. Oh. <laughs> okay. I thought for sure it was one of the two.
8: Yeah. Um, Mystics Team ability. Correct. Twenty seventeen zero zero two. Themed, so maybe a keyword would help. A keyword actually would be pretty good.
5: Okay, is that what you guys want to go with? I guess. I'll do. Is that uh so? We have two different ones. We have one for named keyword or one for generic keyword. Oh. What would you like?
8: Named keyword. Yeah, we for definitely me. want named. Uh.
5: Okay, this might do it. This might give you what you need. Whoever answers it first gets the point. Circle of four.
8: Oh, oh, um, oh man, um, I feel like the only. <laughs> I feel like the oh, only bloody a, circle of mm, four I can think mm, of recently is the bloody. It's a,
7: it's uh, a Ghost Rider Hulk.
0: There it is.
8: Oh, spirit of
7: one. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God. man, I thought it was an OP
8: kit. That was yeah. I thought for sure right? that was OP kit numbering.
5: No, okay. Holy so WKMP seventeen zero zero two. Now to uh, all of the ops, just say M seventeen and then the number. So oh, MP I thought MP was the monthly is, play. Is the difference between those. Right. So, uh. Wait, it who was it that, was... that answered that? Was that Chris or Jake?
7: It was or... me.
8: <laughs> Man, I thought for sure it was, like, M. Because, like, isn't Doctor Strange, like, M 28 or some crap?
7: The, yeah. With the dice? I'm pretty sure the the, the the LE numbering is all screwed up now. <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's it's all over the place.
7: So it was Man. a really
5: weird clue for you guys to get right out the bat, yeah. and I feel like that clue threw you guys so far off of. Oh yeah,
7: because uh, like if yeah, you would have
5: started off with uh, named keyword, this would have been over a long time ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sorry. Who who got that point? Is it Chris oh, or Jake? Is Chris. Chris. Chris? All right. So it looks like uh, Chris oh. with one point, Jake right. with two points, and me with three points.
8: I'll just keep two just points. chilling down here. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
5: <laughs> math yeah. is not my strong
1: suit. Two points. <laughs> I, think, I think it's you're with three, and I have one, and Chris has one. I think that's the – No, no, no. Chris no, it's two, one, and one.
5: Me. We're not letting him have three.
6: Even if it is true, I don't want him to have three. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, because sure we can't I'll all do basic right. math and counting to five, I guess it's going to be up to the listener to let us know. I mean, I'll knows. take two. I'm pretty
8: sure that's right. I think Jake got one and Chris got one. <laughs>
5: so um, that was Bad Samaritan so uh, we appreciate you guys
8: I swear I play this game
5: (laughs) okay guys uh, we really do appreciate you guys coming on Um, this was really fun we um, hope to do this again in the future you guys want to plug yourselves out and then uh, we'll move on
8: yeah, um, well, I mean, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mike underscore 17 And uh, just go listen to Rule of Three podcast. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You can
1: find, yeah, you can find us where podcasts are found.
6: Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. And for our next segment, we have... Dark Logos, Edward Shelton from Starting Over Hero on YouTube, and we're going to be doing a little segment that's called
3: Best Build. Edward, introduce yourself, my man. All right. I am Edward from Starting Over Podcast. You've probably heard me all over the internet on your favorite other HeroClicks podcast recently because I've just been popular. I guess that's (laughs) what happens when you win.
7: Okay,
5: so what we are bringing Edward on to the podcast for is... A little bit of a showdown. So recently, <laughs> if you've been uh, paying attention with Dial H, we had our man, our sexy ranch hand, Calder Ness, go to Nebraska, where he faced off against Edward Shelton, and somebody lost, named Calder Ness. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. So what he we wanted him. to do, what we wanted to do, is something uh, a little he- bit different, a little bit crazy. And it's going to be in the vein of an old school segment that Dial H used to do called Best Build. Here's the twist the listeners are not going to be the ones making the teams. It's actually going to be Calderness and Edward Shelton himself. So what yeah. I have done is I've chosen two figures, <clears throat> one for each of our contestants, uh, one Marvel, one DC, both of which are 100 points. Our contestants are to build a 300-point team. I will give them exactly one minute. Both of them have HC Realms up, and as soon as I say these figures, they are going to pull them up. I'm going to start the timer. They're going to have a minute to build a team, and then after the team has been built, after the timer goes off, we are going to go through those teams. We'll start with Calder. Uh, Tell us what your team consists of, what your strategy is for for that team, and then we're going to throw this out to you guys out in podcast land. This is up to you. We will give you uh, four episodes from this episode. Go out. Play these teams. See what kind of uh, battle strategies you can do. What, what's your win-loss ratio? Play with your friends. Play with yourself. <laughs> Couldn't make it through that like an adult. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but we want to know which one of these teams is the better Team overall. So. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Edward, are you ready? I thought Calder was going first.
6: I was just checking to see I, if I'm you were ready for, first. Yeah, geez, yeah I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. all right. Calder, you're ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm just I, reminiscing about that thing we talked about how we were exactly like, they shouldn't use teams that we build. They should stop looking to us for teams. And now it's like, that's exactly what we're doing. Let's <laughs> do it. No, this is going to be
5: awesome. This we're is excited. a face off. This, this is, is a podcast face off. All right? I, uh, oh, man. So
6: too many of those.
5: If, if you, are, right, a, if you are a fan of Dial H, you can play Calder's team. If you're a bigger fan of the Starting Over podcast, you can play Edward's team. And why not? Just play both of them against each other. Now, I have chosen some figures that mm-hmm. are easily accessible. Uh, and then there's one additional rule that I want to throw in. Oh, gosh. No chases can be used on these teams, guys. All right? Okay. I have, oh, okay. I have a
3: slight question. Yeah, go for it. No chases. Uh, does that include like it's as hard as a chase to get? And does that include con exclusives?
5: Okay, let's let's stick to main sets because we
3: want our listeners to be able to actually go out and play these. Oh, okay, 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 so okay. If they don't have Cause, access cause to con
5: exclusives, they're not going to be able to play these teams. So a brother
3: can get sort of wily on the figures.
5: All right, so let's let's stick to. Yeah. Uh, Main sets, uh, that, will no include, gr- that will include gravity feeds, so things like undead are uh, applicable for this. And no chases, just in case people out oh, there yeah. don't have, ch-
3: have the ability to get those. Cool? All right. Cool. I'm, I'm good. All right. Sounds good.
5: With good. all of those rules in place, Calder, I'm going to give you the option, Marvel or DC?
6: This will shock some people, but I'm actually going to pick DC.
5: You're gonna pay. Oh my seat.
4: goodness!
5: <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh my goodness The ground is shaking. Okay, so DC
3: <laughs> Oh gosh, she's giving me a statistical advantage. Let's go. Uh,
5: yeah. Ah, uh, this is gonna be rough. Okay. So you guys have HC realms available to go, right? Yep. Okay. Calder, your figure is Dale Suderman from the what if or from the Elseworld set. Oh, God. Okay. Now, Mr. Sheldon, your figure is Iron Punisher from the What If set, number 23.
3: Oh, that's balls!
5: All right. You guys got those figures in mind? Yep. All right. We are going to start a timer starting now. I'm going to play some funny music because I just found this and I thought it was entertaining.
4: (laughs)
3: really...
5: All right. First of all, that song was awesome and you all know it. (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) Second of all, let's hear those teams, starting with Calder.
6: All right. So that was, like, some of the most stressful, like, things I've ever done in my entire life. All right. So first off, we have Dale Steuderman collecting 100 points. Uh, And I knew right away I had two choices. Uh, First off, he's amazing Uh, between Celebrity and Krypton and... You know, I, 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 I just, the fact that he gave me, bothers me, but I chose him. Uh, next up, I chose uh, Venus DeMilo, so I went with the celebrity team. Because it wasn't entirely DC team, that, was just, that just was not going to happen. I went with Venus DeMilo, uh, she's actually pretty great. She actually has some free TK she can do, which is really great, just to help watch me get Facebook messages.
3: Yeah, I've been
6: there. <laughs> uh, Venus DeMilo can help do free TK. Uh, Karen Page, I also do this, because she's also a cheap celebrity figure, You can give plus one to stats. And then I uh, love me some dupes, so I threw in the 5-point dupe, probability control. Then I threw in the shifting focus wasp, uh, uh, because she, she's just great. And then, with the last 20 points, I rounded it out with ID cards and the crowbar. I chose for one of my ID cards, and then I chose Professor X for the other one. Uh,
5: who did you choose for the ID card? Or? Again, uh, I missed Sorry. that. Uh, uh, Professor X and Wonder Woman. Professor X and Wonder Woman?
6: I did- and Wonder Woman, and for those ones, yeah, it would be like the Rare Professor X, and then the, I don't know, Wonder Woman from the Fast Forces of else's worlds.
5: Okay, so, listener, you uh, can go back and listen to that list, and see if you can build that team, and see what you can do with it. Uh, let's kick it over to Edward. What did your team, what, what what's your team look like, and what's it supposed to play like?
3: Okay, my team is a soldier team. Okay, so uh I, I want you all to know that it is a soldier team and that it is designed uh, to be all military militaryific uh, all up in this piece. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I'm not even I'm not even going to try to to fake the phone. So of course, I have Iron Punisher. and then what I did is I brought in ADW054 uh, Captain America and some people might be like what that 50 point captain america and i'm like yeah son that 50 point captain america because he has a couple of cool things once he has the avengers unifier once per turn when a friendly character is healed after actions resolve you may roll a d6 on result of four through six remove an action token from that character so boom then you have not uh, not field leader, but a better. Uh, but you better listen. Captain America can use outwit and perplex. He can use leadership as if he was two hundred points. So he's leadership, perplex, and outwit, and he can take tokens off of my man Cable coming in at one twenty. Uh, Deadpool uh, and X Force Cable. Uh, he uh, is one twenty. He has that phase in. I get in the position and 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 shoot you or punch you. He's in Dom. He has access to seven range, uh, psychic blast and prob. Uh, so I got prob perplex outwit on this piece already. Uh, and then uh, I have Hydra recruit. And the main reason I have Hydra recruit is that I'm able to make uh, use the Hydra team ability. To help out Iron Punisher or Cable, set up their shot, lower the opponent's defense by one, use Enhancement to increase Iron Punisher or Cable's damage output. Not so much for Cap. I know it's not full-on synergy, but hey, you know, a brother's got to try, okay? Um, And then what I was going to do is, uh, and I, I, I won't front at the last minute. I'm like, I'm in between two things. And so I didn't get to add them so you could you can discount it as you want but originally I was just going to be like insert two ID cards here uh and then like at the last second before it ended I was like no thunderstrike I'm not not thunderstrike um crap no yeah thunderstrike yeah it was thunderstrike <laughs> for a heal because um and I would have iron punisher pick it up cuz iron punisher I I was in between you could have iron punisher or cable pick it up Cause they're the same dial length, but Iron Punisher just has a better dial for stats. So he has a better chance of hitting. And so just knocking people around is like, and I heal. Yay. And then it tees off of, uh, Captain, Captain America. So it says once per turn when a friendly character is healed. Uh, after action result, you may roll a four through six on a result of four. Uh, sorry, yeah, roll a d six on a result of four through six. Remove an action token from that character. And considering Iron Punisher is probably going to be one of my main workhorses, taking tokens off of him is probably going to be better. So looking back at it, if I'm not having to deal with anything insanely meta, I I would go with uh, the the thunder strike for ten for round three hundred. Uh, but yeah. If, if yeah.
5: So what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to put these lists out. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of these, and then when we air this episode, I will put this out on on, uh, Twitter. So people have the actual full-blown list right there that they can build. Uh, Calder, you can throw that up on Facebook. And then, like I said, uh, four episodes from this episode, so one month. We will get back with some of our listeners, and we want to hear what you guys were capable of doing with those teams.
3: I, probably I think- better than me. All right. uh, <laughs> yeah.
6: Send me a screenshot, actually, and we'll get that figured out. I'm definitely just going to cap my team. I upload those to Facebook. That'll work all right. Man, ever explain this team, I'm like, oh, man, I probably missed some, some things in my team, but once you guys actually look at either team, you'll be able to figure out some pretty good strategies. You don't need me to. Yeah.
5: Well, I will say this: uh, you guys did a really good job, given one minute to build a full-blown 300-point team. So I doubt that there are very many people out there that could do a better job. Oh than crap! I
3: I just realized I can't use Thunderstrike. Why not? It's attached to a chase character. And I I'll 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 make a Copa, and and I'll say the two ID cards, and and I'll I'll drop it because I I just realized like because I'm so used to just having it there. <laughs> like, it's just a thing. I forgot but it was a not, chase I, figure, I, too. <laughs> I, oh, it's attached to a chase thing. Oh, I can't use it. So, yeah, uh, if if I knew that, actually, I I probably would have changed a couple of
6: things. Can but, I say that was the only reason I didn't pick Marvel? Because I looked right at my Thunderstrike chase I've got here. I'm like, if it says Guardian, I can't play Thunderstrike. I don't even want to live on this earth anymore. So,
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> All right, uh, Which uh, real quick, which two ID cards would you use?
3: the problem is it's so easy to cheese and say level seven and GA like, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to drop that wisdom. I'm going to drop that next level wisdom and we're going to go full, full new, new wave ID cards. And if you're playing it right now and you have access to them, I'm going to say, we're going to play that Wolverine so we can still prompt and probably have a chance for a global reset. Uh, the entire team with the Captain America, um, well maybe not yeah. global, nice. but maybe not global, but uh, yeah, it says win a friendly character doesn't say pick yeah so global reset yeah, and then we're going yeah. to pick Cyclops. Okay, which Cyclops? Uh, Cyclops ID. So then you're able to play super rare Cyclops. It's like you call out Wolverine first, then they do damage to Wolverine. And then you call out Cyclops the next turn, perplex up his damage and then like let him tee off on the person that hurt Wolverine and then blast him again, uh, because you can. So you have like a Colossal Retaliator plus like Mega Buff, uh, because of, uh, Captain America. So yeah, that's, Everything that's, nice. uh, that's my, my new tech. Okay, so best-case
5: scenario, if the listeners out there have the ability to play these teams against each other, that would be best-case scenario. But say you're going to your uh, local gaming shop and you've got something that fits this format for that week and you're capable of playing it, just factor that in. See what you can do with the team. See if it's any good, Um, Mm -hmm. regardless of the teams that you choose, either Edwards or Calder's. Uh, Let us know what you can do with it. And then at the end of a month... We're gonna tally up everybody's uh, responses to see what we can do about claiming which one of you truly is the best build.
3: I, I gotta give it All to right. Calder's build. Calder's
6: build looks solid. Fair. I love that Captain America like so much. I was trying to figure out a way to super cheese with that healing, you know, like maybe playing with the uh, that Deadpool title character or something. I don't know. Ever since that Captain America came out, I'm like, that is such a sick power. But yeah, Soldier.
5: Oh, Chris, you know how much I love playing Soldier teams. I, I know yeah, but I, I also I find I it exceptionally that. funny that both of you went full blown uh keyworded teams the second you got your got your team your uh figure. Celebrity and soldier respectively, so that's pretty cool. Well, initially what uh, my
3: thought process was I was like make this as easy as possible and as few amount of options as possible because i do not have time to tweak this and it's like in soldier skim 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 this 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 okay uh oh cable yeah cable and a captain america yeah and then at the <laughs> end i was just like nick fury nick fury nick fury who's good who's good who's good and blank so initially i went shield skim too fast and i was like nope click soldier and it's like yep you 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 you, and then that was it and i was like yep i solves all my problems
5: well, we uh, will definitely see what uh, it comes down to here in about a month. So, uh, Edward, we really want to thank you for coming on tonight, and uh, we'll definitely try to get you on the podcast in the future for a much longer part of the episode.
3: Yeah, much longer. I uh, uh, probably want to at least space it out at, at minimum a month because everybody in the world is probably tired of hearing me on <laughs> everybody else's podcast. They're like, God, it, I just can't evade Edward Shelton for the last two months. He's everywhere. <laughs>
5: No, no, people love you. You're a celebrity in the Heroclix world, so uh, we'll we'll take it, we'll take it, man. So once again, thank you for coming on, and uh, you can find Edward Shelton on uh, the Starting Over Podcast, anywhere you get your podcast. Is there anywhere else that they can find you,
3: Edward? Yeah, I'm on YouTube primarily. I'm Starting Over Podcast on YouTube YouTube. and Starting Over Podcast on Twitch if I don't botch the Twitch stream like I did tonight. Uh, I was there, but the audio was horrible. And I was sort of thank God that nobody else saw my shame. So, uh, yeah, you can check me out there. Uh, high level Hero Clicks analysis. And if you go to my channel, you will hear me talk about why we haven't been using entities uh, lately and no one noticed in the value of 1.225 point characters, not items, but characters in the current Hero meta. So, that is my more recent show. Um, that's going to be put up so i I look forward to to y'all listening to that
5: all right sounds good listen to him there and uh have a good night man all right thank you and for our last and final guests of the night uh you would say that they're probably our crown jewel as far as guests for the night. welcoming back to the dial h studio is none other than drew alderson and hunter smith so what what is going on guys
9: they have a studio now. That's like, exactly what I was about to say. Is there a
10: studio. <laughs> There's a studio. Chris tells me they're yeah, sponsored, they're and now they have a studio.
9: Yeah, yeah. man, they're doing
4: well.
5: <laughs> so uh, we we wanted to get you guys back on here since it has been another uh, 100 episodes. We had some interesting questions. We thought we wanted to throw your guys away, but let's just start off with like how you guys have been. Where are you at now? What's going on,
9: Hunter?
4: Go
9: ahead, Drew. <laughs> what? Well, okay. Uh, hi. Yeah. Uh, I've been good. I don't know. Uh, nothing's really changed. I just don't do the podcast anymore. Don't play hero clicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like a life-changing moment. But no. Uh, I I I moved. I got a new car. I've been busy. Life's life's kind of hit me. So yeah, I live in Canada now. Uh, I no longer live in Indiana.
5: Uh, Wait, you you really live in Canada? No, are you gold?
9: (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, uh, no, uh, I still live in Indiana, but I did move out. Uh, Just been working. Enjoying enjoying my time off. You
5: know, you say that nothing's really changed, but I want to go back in time a little bit because... When you turned the podcast over to me, you didn't tell me how much time this was going to take out of my life. So you must have like a million more hours to do whatever you want a week.
9: Oh, yeah, I mean, oh gosh, pizza's here. I'll be right back. <laughs> Drew Alderson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was the most authentic
10: Drew experience you're going to get right there.
5: <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, so where have you been? How have you been?
10: Uh, I've been located in the same area still here in greenwood indiana um like drew i also got a new vehicle so that's been exciting and um i just found out that i'm having a kid so that's hey so that's been and it was planned you know so (laughs) that's (laughs) that's
4: that's
5: pretty new in this day and age so uh... it's good news um so, congratulations. Appreciate it. Um, are, you, are you hoping for a boy or a girl? Oh,
10: definitely a boy, but, you know, well,
5: you know. Is it so you can get him addicted to Pokemon games like I know you are?
4: Mm.
10: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have to live vicariously through him, whether, you know, so, I mean, he might as well be a boy. That'd be a little easier to live vicariously through my child if it's a boy. Right. So, you know.
5: Uh, by the way, Calder, um, if you have any questions, you just start throwing them in. Yeah, here. I
10: guess I do have a few. Uh,
6: Austin's not here, so I'm trying to figure out which one of you guys killed him and why there's this body here
0: at the Silver Ridge corner.
10: Well, Austin, yeah. is, uh, he's, too, he's a little too big time for us.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. He's,
9: he doesn't even hang out with us anymore. He uh, has cause... a famous
10: uh, Twitch stream painting uh, Warhammer figures, I think is mostly Warhammer.
9: It's Warhammer, yeah.
10: I don't watch it myself, but occasionally we get on there and we troll them a little bit.
9: You can uh, check, you can check Austin out at TwitchTV.com/slash Shadowclaimer. I think it's Shadow. I think it's just Shadowclaimer. Wow, really
10: shadowclaimer minis or something like that. Yeah, that's is. Oh, is it building building hero clicks on YouTube now? It's not Heroclix, was it Legos? Did he do, yeah, he did Legos. Oh, Legos. yeah, he did do Legos for a while, Yeah. Wow, moving
7: right uh, along. He's,
10: he's actually really big, though. <laughs> he's... Yeah, I was going to say, he's one of the bigger people in the creative, uh, whatever, subsection of Twitch. He has know. grown a lot.
4: Yeah, but
10: I'm he happy. does that pretty regularly. Uh, I think he does it like five days a week or something like that. So that keeps him pretty yeah. busy.
5: Do you think that the Dial H podcast really primed him to be able to go on and do that
9: stuff? I'd like to think uh, so, Chris. Yeah, sure. Why not?
4: <laughs>
10: <laughs> you know, he did, He did, though, say a lot towards the end that uh, even while we, we hadn't really like, talked about ending the podcast, even before that thought crossed our minds, he had talked about like wanting to do more podcasts and in other avenues – trying to rope me into doing those as well and i was like look dude i'm the one doing the majority of the time sink into our current podcast you only want to do more because you just show up and for an hour and you know kind of talk
9: that's a little more involved for a while there it was like two and a half (laughs) yeah that's true Uh, but he realizes the next question
5: next question really important question what kind of pizza did you get drew
9: uh, it was. Uh, it's got uh, meatballs and uh, pepperoni on it.
5: Wait, wait, from where?
9: Uh, Marcos, Marcos pizza. Okay,
5: Marcos, that's legit. I thought you were gonna say something like Pizza Hut or something.
9: Nah, nah, dude, I don't go with Pizza Hut. That gives me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Pizza Hut for a while, so I know what. Goes uh, I with feel pizza like. Hut, pizza uh, Hut. I feel
9: like you know, like half of all Pizza Huts anywhere are front operations. So they don't really. That actually is probably true.
6: My nearest Pizza Hut is 45 minutes away, and someone was selling meth out the back.
5: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to like money laundering. No, oh, let's go straight to
6: it, meth distribution. Yeah, they had to replace all their employees. It was horrible. Bad ordeal, really. Okay, okay. So,
5: uh, since you guys did leave the podcast, have you been playing any other games or like video games or? anything or doing anything creative or what's going on
9: uh i play a lot of video games still um uh, i've been building my warhammer army up slowly but surely um you know chilling out
5: so what makes you like warhammer better than hero I,
9: I don't really
5: uh <laughs> <laughs> do you just need something to kill time
9: you actually get to build the the models in warhammer which is a nice nice little thing nice little hobby keeps you busy like you put on a show in the background and you watch it while you're uh while you're building stuff it's pretty it's pretty handy it's not too bad right on and i Hunter, what about uh, oh go ahead go ahead and i think I, i'm just kind of over the uh the superhero craze right now i think it's been shoved down my throat too much that uh I don't know. I just kind of got burned out. That's fair. Hunter,
5: what about
4: you?
10: Uh, nothing new on the like board game side of things. I haven't really... Uh, the, the main reason I quit HeroClix wasn't necessarily the game, although I've expressed my opinion on the game <laughs> at length on the podcast. I, I still really enjoy it as a concept, but uh, it was more of the time sink. So I've spent the time... Uh, more working on my house and um, work side of things, you know, trying to become a grown up, I guess, uh, albeit a little, only a tiny bit at a time. So I have played video games a little bit more since I quit Clicks, I'd say, um, just kind of various RPGs and single player stuff for the most part, and I've gotten back into see, playing Rainbow Six Siege a little bit more lately, so.
6: Oh, nice! That's about like it. something I kind of want to talk to you guys about because you mentioned on the podcast a long time before that yeah, you guys used to hold like fighting tournaments, fighting games, and stuff like that. And I yeah, was we wondering...
10: still do uh, maybe one every two months nowadays.
6: Nice. I was actually wondering, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom is one of like my friggin' favorite games that I've been obsessed with playing. Are you all up in the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite or is that?
9: <laughs> mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> I really wanted to give it, it a it's fair good. shake. I, I even yeah, bought give, it against my it better a, judgment. Give it a shot. <laughs> give it the old shot of Rooney. Uh, yeah.
6: no. That's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, uh, you get that. Gotta be good. No, but it, it's seriously good. If it wasn't for such a lack of characters and not being too much like Marvel's Capcom 3, it would probably be a better game.
10: Uh, probably, yeah. I liked the. Um, I like what they did with the game system, like the mechanics and the system of it for the most part I think it's I think the tag system gives you a a little it should be slightly more punishable on tag in and tag out yeah Um, I think that would probably be the only change I'd make to the game system but it looks like fresh poop and uh, there's barely any characters or anything so that was kind of the main and and then the online was just crap so I enjoyed it for a few days and I haven't I haven't looked back at it since. I've played a lot of Dragon Ball Z, which is basically a, a slightly better version of a... Actually, a lot better
5: version of
9: a first <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. It's a good game.
5: So, to get back to, uh, like, just the podcast in general, I, I was curious because... I don't know if you guys ever talked about this on the podcast before. And I didn't start at Episode 1. Uh, I, I know some listeners that are out there still listening did. Which is crazy, but because they've been listening for years. But um, what made you guys start the podcast instead of just being regular HeroClix players? What made you push to go just, hey, do you guys would just talk about this once a week?
10: Well, I think Austin, or I think we have talked about it before a couple times over the 200, however many episodes we did, 150 or however many. Um, I kind of had the idea and I talked to Austin about it one day on the way to clicks. And then me and him and drew talked about, about it like kind of in passing, not super serious here and there. And then one day we were just like, well, just let's just try it, you know, and see how it goes. And our first episode, uh, if you go back and listen to it's pretty bad. Um, It was more of a rambling rant for, well, you know what? Most of the episodes actually devolved into that. So, I guess it didn't end up too different, but uh, we kind of. I I mean, I liked it. I thought it. I, you know, I, I really in, enjoyed it, even towards the end when it felt like more of a a chore at times. It wasn't necessarily the uh, the podcast itself at more than it was like hero clicks to yeah. me that felt more like the chore, you know. Um. So. That was kind of how it came about, just we talked about it a time or two. I kind of had the idea for it. We talked about it a time or two, and then one day we were just like, okay, let's just do it. I think we were also ramping up for Gen Con. It was in a few weeks, so that probably also kind of played into, like, we were really hyped on Hero clicks at the time. And then once we got started it and got a bunch of people writing in and kind of, like, got we got really good at it pretty quick, I want to say. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I feel like we... Made some really big, quick strides forward in our quality, like in the first like dozen episodes or so. A little quicker than I than I hear a lot of new, you know, podcasters do, especially with three people who've literally never done it, you know, before. So, um, I think we all we, just kind of got into it really quickly. And uh,
5: when you guys first started recording, well, I, maybe it was all the time that you were recording. Were you always recording from the same room?
10: I ninety five percent of the time yeah, more yeah. More than that, probably
5: I feel like that probably helped your sound quality a lot it
10: did and more importantly it helped the drew sorry I'm not trying to you just chime in whenever you want I think Go it in. I think it also more, most importantly like was the like I wanted it to be like that for the atmosphere like that was the whole point of the podcast was there already were several very in my opinion boring. Hero Clicks podcasts for the most part, like at that time, we kind of started when there were the most, there were maybe there was just, a lot of, well, I shouldn't <laughs> say the most, but there, there were quite a few And our, our take was, look, we're not doing it to get popular. We're not doing it to, you know, just rehash the same stuff that all these other cats are doing. We're just doing it for us more than anything. Like we're going to sit around and talk, about hero clicks and just kind of chill out and you know sit sit here and shoot the crap you know already anyways so why not just record it and then you know some people will like it and so that and they did it kind of became our own little community so to speak you know but i think keeping us all in the same room really helped that because it it we i felt like we have good kim we had really good chemistry and it came it came through much easier when you're all in the same room than when you're trying to do it you know over the phone or skype or whatever it is
5: and that's something that actually calder and i've spoken about multiple times is that you guys you've known each other your whole lives basically right mm-hmm.
10: um no but for i mean obviously austin and i have known each other our whole lives but um austin and drew and i have really only known each other for what maybe eight years or so
9: now uh yeah i mean i kind of no it's longer than that because i uh, mean I, i've only been up here
10: for up in indiana again for about nine and uh we
9: and oh, i probably only okay, met yeah, you about a year
10: after so i say it's been about eight years
9: it feels longer but yeah that's, you may I you probably are, you knew
10: austin a little bit before that before
9: i met austin in high school so yeah
10: yeah know. so so he's known austin him known each other for about 10 years and i've known drew for about seven or eight
5: well, you guys knowing each other for as long as you had, it really came through in the podcast. And you could tell that you guys did have a good chemistry because you had shared life experiences and knew each other. So a lot of the other podcasts that are out there um, – and this, is, this goes well beyond HeroClicks podcasting. But people that don't know each other and then try to put, to put a podcast together, there doesn't seem to be that chemistry a lot of the time.
6: Yeah. Why would they do that? That's just ridiculous. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Thanks, Calder.
6: i was thrust into this like the fire so you, you'll you have to excuse me you you were
9: handpicked sir
6: don't handpicked that was that was drew artisan special right there
10: i just pictured uh, drew has like like six dossiers on the table in front of him as he's trying to like pick his replacements
2: yeah um, he, like, pretty he picks much
10: calderness's file out of it and looks at his mugshot <laughs> his his pretty, accreditations. And, <laughs>
9: pretty much like Nick Fury, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: I'm building my own Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, I do want to ask this because it just I, I'm one of those people that believes when, when I'm gone, I want to leave some kind of a legacy, right? And while this is just a podcast, it's still a podcast, and to a lot of people out there that are listening, for some reason this means something to them. It gets them through the week, and they enjoy it, and it's a part of their life, but this started way before Calder and I, obviously, but did you guys ever think that it was going to go beyond you? Did you think that it was just going to die with you? (laughs) (laughs) No.
10: I didn't really think about it at all. Yeah,
9: not gonna lie.
10: (laughs) I mean, when we, when I decided that, like, Austin let's give it behind give him a little vh1 behind the scenes here like austin um was probably the first one who kind of like didn't want to do the cast as much there right before we quit um and i think it more was just his personality he, he austin kind of dives like headfirst into things and then burns out on him really quickly he's kind of done it his whole life and i think he he did that with hero clicks and there were several times where he'd take little breaks. And so there, I mean, there were various episodes where one of us would be gone for whatever reason, but basically every time that Austin was gone, it wasn't that he couldn't be there necessarily. He just kind of like needed a break, you know, from it, which is understandable. Obviously we all kind of need that. But, uh, so he kind of was like on the burnout side of things. And I had kind of been on a very slow burnout there for a month or two. And then when we decided we weren't going to do it anymore, Drew had said, you know, he would want to continue on the podcast. So I guess I when Drew said that, I kind of got things set up for him the best I could to you yeah, know, he did a him, great job. leave him in the best hands, leave it in the best hands that I could. But to be honest, I didn't expect him for it to last for a whole lot. Much longer. I guess if I had to sit back and look back, I wouldn't think that it would still be going right now. Because, shoot, it's been – how long has it been since uh, – what episode are you guys on now, Chris? So, so
5: this is 200. This is 200. Oh, right, Welcome right. to the 200th episode. Right, right. <laughs> um, and I said, I think uh, we put so it like
10: 148 or something like that. It was like right before 150. Sounds about right.
5: I don't know. Um, I, I started on 140. Okay. So – yeah, about a year and a half I actually like podcasting
9: uh yeah maybe i thought 150 was the episode where i quit i don't know maybe yeah maybe it that's was 169 that, because
10: that's, that's about where i got in all right so anyway i mean i i suppose i wouldn't have thought that it would still be going at this point no but yeah. uh, I, di- I did kind of know that it was going to keep going because, like I said, Drew had said he wanted to keep it going. So, but, uh, yeah, I, w- I would, uh, I mean, if you guys keep it going any time after this is just kind of, I, I would have never expected it to-, to still be trucking along. So, I'm happy about that. Or
5: what were you going to say? I forgot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess next question based off of that one is just like are you are you happy to see that your podcast has continued or you guys couldn't care less or uh, I mean I'm not sad about it.
9: I mean I'm not <laughs> Uh yeah, it's it's
10: cool. Yeah, I mean it's I haven't kept up with you guys all that much. Um I was there for quite a while. But I'd say now Every month or two, I kind of go back through and I look at. It's mainly not because I don't care about the podcast, but more just I don't care about hero clicks. <laughs> type yeah, of thing. that's the
9: biggest thing. So uh,
10: occasionally I will flip through my uh, the the iTunes app, uh, the podcast app, and I'll go through. And if I see like a uh, headline that sounds like something like that would hold my interest long enough, I'll go through and I'll listen to the episode. So I kind of keep uh, in track, keep up with you guys, kind of you know in general, but. Um, I'm glad it it has kept going, you know, even if at this point it's all new people and stuff like it still feels, you know, it still is the same in a way. So, but, uh, you know, I I think
5: the way that Calder (laughs) and I, Calder and I view this now is like you guys created a brand and whether you meant to or not. But that's what it is now, and a lot of people see it as just Dial H. They don't just see it as individual um, people that are on the podcast anymore. So theoretically, you know, eventually I'm going to leave this podcast, and Calder's going to leave this podcast. And we hope that there's going to be some listeners out there. You can't leave the podcast.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, hey. Actually, this is kind of like a quote from Hunter, which – Obviously doesn't work now anymore, but it was the one that I always remembered. Which is like, I'm gonna be playing Hero Clicks
10: until I'm an old man.
4: Well, so yeah, it really I still just play Hero out, but That
10: was like one of my favorite <laughs> quotes for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I will. I kept, I kept my favorite. You know, I kept about guy when I right before I quit and started selling off my stuff. I mean, I wasn't one of those people who li- I wasn't a Scott Turns where I own every single piece that's ever been. You know, out of uh, made by the little Chinese kids, or Swiss uh, kids, or anything. But
4: uh, I mean, I
10: had I had anything you could need more than anybody I knew, for the most part. Um, and I whittled it down to about like 20 of my favorite theme teams and i kept about a dozen or so pieces for those so (laughs)
5: 20 of your
10: favorite theme teams. i mean well like i'm saying like i would i went from thousands and thousands of hero clicks down to about 100 to 200 ish pieces i'd say about 200 pieces so i kept my favorite things and when my kid's old enough to start wanting to play games like i definitely i absolutely plan on introducing him or her to it and hopefully, you know, playing our own little home games, and I'd love to get them into it, but I don't... Again, I, I really like hero Clicks, um, but I don't... I don't like it in the... Uh, in the setting of, like, the game store, mainly because people get too excited about winning or losing, and it's not a game where you really should put all that much care, in my opinion, into winning or losing, because it's not a a very balanced or well-made game in the first place, if that makes sense.
5: That makes 100% sense, and I think that even you just said, like, in your opinion, but I'm pretty sure that that has been the overarching opinion of the Dial H brand for a while, is that this is a very casual podcast, and you can go out there and you can listen to meta-podcasts, and there's meta-podcast after meta podcast. But there aren't very many casual ones and some people just want to listen to people talk about HeroClix as a fun game, not a mm-hmm. you have to play this piece in order to win.
10: You see, I think I, I think that HeroClix does an excellent job at what it originally set out to do, which was give you a, you know, sort of visual representation of these characters that you only read about or watched, you know, on some form of media like you didn't have a it's 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 the next step above playing with your little action figures when you're seven or eight you know it's kind of the next step above that and i think they do a good job of that especially as they got into traits and special powers and et cetera. Et cetera. like they really have fleshed out the personality of those characters into this game and so i i think they successfully did that i think like a lot of things like you could say about a lot of well, not a lot, but some of the competitive video games that are on Twitch nowadays and, you know, we're trying to make into eSports. Like, I think WizKids saw that writing on the wall and was like, we need to make this, we need to compete with Magic, we need to make this a competitive type of thing. At some point, they kind of, like, just kind of went overboard a little bit. And in terms of them, in turn, after they did that, I feel like a lot of the community, like the, the clicks players have just slowly went towards that side of things too. And I feel like the game itself, like, or like the stigma of the game itself has only suffered because of that. You know, it's no longer fun for not just myself, but like, I feel like every, every friend that I have that actually plays clicks would tell you the exact same thing. Like, it's it's no longer thought. It used to be you heard the word hero clicks and it was a fun, light-hearted type of thing. It made you think of your home games and your you know just for fun games type stuff in good times. And I feel like now it has this kind of overly competitive connotation to it. If that makes sense, for our for yeah, our crowd it does. I feel like here local.
5: Drew. Drew, I know near the end, um, off off air, you were throwing around the word hate and hero clicks quite a bit. I think you left with a little bit more salty of a taste in your mouth about it.
9: Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I I don't. I... So I'll tell the story again. Uh, we were at Gen Con and I played a game, a battle royal, and I just didn't have fun. And at the, it was at that point I was like, I'm wasting my time. I can't care about this game. I don't care about this game. I'm just not having fun with it anymore. And, uh, yeah, that's when I decided you were in charge, big guy. That's when I decided. Uh, did you keep any of your hero clips? I still have all my stuff. Oh, wow. Unlike uh, Harry
5: Dempsey that just unloaded all of his on a Cool Stuff ink. I'm what still mad about that because I had to do uh, all that lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there next to you, man. It sucked. That was really n- hard. It sucked really hard. Well, th- I mean, it ended really well. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
9: we were drunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a great. That was a great time. I loved that trip. That was the best. That was like the last time I had fun with Hero Or well, I'm really glad that I was a, a part of that memory. Yeah, for you. sure, it was a good time. I had a, I had a good time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, the thing about the game is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's not... I just took it too seriously, and I was just like... I can't be competitive with this game because it's just all, like, 90% luck, man. (laughs) Like, you go to... Like, you drive out to Chicago for a WizKids Open, and you pull nothing but garbage, and you sit there, and you contemplate about how your life (laughs) sucks for, like,
4: (laughs) eight hours, and then you go home.
9: Wow, what a great time! (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So...
5: Hey, guess what? WizKids is continuing to do things that would make you guys mad. I, I just wanted to let you know that that is a, a universal concept. I had full
9: faith in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have 100% faith that they would let me down. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, okay. Um, well,
5: I think that's about all I wanted to ask. Calder, is there anything you wanted to
6: get in there? Uh, I felt it'd be wrong if we didn't at least mention, like, RC colon, and with Chili one more time. Just, it'd be a shame to I you guys on at least say those words. But Austin isn't here, so there's no one to make a big deal out of it, so we're good.
5: (laughs) Well, um, from, I guess, the new guard to the old guard, uh, we would be remiss if we did not at least thank you guys for all of the work that you put in, and it led to where the podcast is today, Um, and we're hoping that... Eventually, it'll just go further than past Calder and I, and it will just keep on continuing until, I guess, the game dies, if it ever does. I'm,
9: sh- I'm sure it will. <laughs>
5: yeah. S- sometime. less <laughs> Sometimes. less it ever, yeah. Time. But, I, I mean, the, b- the best segments for the podcast definitely came out of your guys' head. Like, Hidden Jim, Bad Samaritan, Value Corner. Those are all still segments that are running on the podcast, and it all started with you guys.
9: We didn't even really want to do segments at first. <laughs> like,
5: I, I, no, I, I and
10: in I, fact, most of them were more like topics that we did, yeah. And, uh, and then we were like, we should kind of do that regularly type thing, like other people do similar things, like you know, or or you know what else? It was more people writing in. Saying yeah. you guys should do more of X, and then we were like, Well, okay, I guess these people listen to us like all the time, we can give them like you know what they want, type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then Bad Samaritan was just like a, just a random thought I had one day at work, like, Hey, what if we did like this? Like, what if we turned it into this trivia type of thing, and it just kind of blossomed from there? And...
9: Didn't even have a name, didn't even no. have a name,
10: I and mean, it got named on the first time we played it from Austin,
9: <laughs> Austin Smith. <laughs> what a
5: degenerate. Uh, well, um, I calling Austin Smith a degenerate, I think, is a really good Absolutely. way to end this interview. Uh, like, I, I, that's very much in the vein of Dial H. So um, I want to thank you guys for coming on tonight and spending a little bit more time on the podcast. Uh, as always, you guys are always welcome back onto the podcast. You started it. You, I mean, come back whenever you feel like it. We'll be here, and we'll get you guys on and all kinds of totally. stuff. And well, I do well, want
6: to say – yeah, I'm going to cut you off, Drew. Sorry. No, you're Anyways, good. You're good. You're good. I do want to say, you guys, I've been listening for such a long time, and it's – if you would have told me three years ago that I would actually be part of this podcast, I would have probably said you're the biggest liar I know. And it is so amazing. I mean, I got – more than just invested in Heroclix through you guys, but like invested in your actual lives. So I actually listened to Hunter's other podcasts and all this other stuff. Like, You guys were the best podcast to me for like the longest time, I guess until I started doing it, I suppose. And I got to tell you, the work you guys did and everything you did is going to be some of my favorite and like happiest moments of Heroclix. And every time I would do work and listen to you guys, it was always amazing. So thank you so much for building this foundation.
9: I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's all Hunter, really. I mean, uh, like, Hun- Hunter's the guy. Hunter's the guy.
5: <laughs> all right, well, thank you guys very much again, and uh, we'll see you guys around. All right, all right thank later. you. So let's talk about our Patreon for just a second. Here at Dial H, we work off of the value-for-value value model. So if you feel like we give you value in your life, uh, our goal is to entertain you guys and gals. So if you feel that we do give you value in your life, consider showing us some love. And leveling up your heroic ranks so you can earn your heroic titles. And
6: as a reminder, heroic rank up and level ups occur the first episode of every month or the following, your one-time donations on PayPal.
5: And don't forget that your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. And a lot of you, pro- you contribute in other ways, and you do that in our community, so let's just get on to the community.
4: There are
5: dozens of us. Dozens! As always on Tuesdays, we put a weekly Tuesday community question up on Facebook and on Twitter. Normally we put it up on Reddit, but because this week it just was a very specific for Dial H question, we just threw it up on Twitter and Facebook. That question is, with our 200th episode milestone, we'd like to know what Dial H means to you. What's your favorite moment? Why do you listen? Uh, tell us your story and be part of the Landmark 200th episode. And I just want to say, guys, that a lot of you came out and said some unbelievably amazing things, things that really touched Calder and I. So, uh, Calder, why don't you start us out on Facebook with some of those things?
6: Absolutely, Chris. Thaddeus Crawford. Back when it was just Hunter Smith hosting with me as a guest star. It was beautiful love and nerd out moment. In all seriousness, the old dial design contest. Well, we got a show for you. <laughs>
5: um, and and you'll see that some of this is about the uh, old guard and some of this is about the good the new guard. But regardless, it, it's really about the brand and what we guys can what we can deliver to you. So, um, I got an answer on Twitter from our one of our men in Finland, Tmu said, "Dial H is my favorite HeroClix podcast. Always love the content you guys put out." I've been listening to the show not quite from the start, but from the OG team of Hunter, Austin, and Drew to the current superstars of Chris and Calder. You guys are seriously funny and cool. Twitter ate my previous follow-up. Chris, uh, you guys took an already great long-running show and put in the work to build an awesome and welcoming community around it. You're great ambassadors for the game. I'd lie if I didn't say my favorite moment was being on the show. No, that's fine, man. Your favorite moment was being <laughs> on the show. So, but thank you.
6: All right, next up, uh, some guy named Hunter Smith uh, said, when Austin Smith wore Daenerys wig, which was actually quite funny, and it's still on the Facebook. So if you guys want to scroll through a bunch of photos to find it, it's still there.
4: <laughs>
5: uh, we got an answer from Superfan and also Vigilante Seth Aaron, whose weekly Twitter name is uh, the dude wants his rug back. I, I assume that's based off of uh, the dude hero clicks that we recently got uh, uh, and we talked about it on the podcast. But he said, I started listening to the podcast when you and Harry started with Drew and have been listening ever since. I'd have to say my favorite moment was when you thought you had the sweep on me and Jamie and Bad Samaritan, but he took it to the last guess of the final clue on the third piece. Either that or the first time he called Calder your sexy ranch hand and he kind of, kind of didn't know what to say for a second. Haha.
6: <laughs> oh, that was pretty great. Uh, Edward K., too many memories, but why I listen, it remains to me, you know, reminds me of sitting around with my boys, all men now, you know, two sons and two son in laws discussing hero clicks.
5: That's a nice, wholesome answer. I like it. It is beautiful. We got an answer from Eric the Red. Says, this is the penultimate clicks podcast. The effort put into each episode has no match from what I have heard. It's not just news and talking about the game you recently played. It's fun segments that the listener can get involved in. Casual comparisons is my favorite part. Bad Samaritan is a close second, though being a new player limits my depth of figure knowledge. I do wish we could visit the value corner a little more often, too. Keep up the effort, guys, because you are producing a premium product. So, uh, As far as work into the episode, I will definitely say this is the most amount of work That Calder and I have put into any episode that we have ever produced for Dial H for Hero Clicks. With getting everybody on and uh, the timing and talking to all the content creators and all kinds of stuff. It has been insane. So I really hope that this episode brings a lot of people joy.
6: Oh, absolutely. And if you guys are still listening now, give yourselves a pat on the back. Because this is like a marathon of podcast listening. For sure. Uh, Jacob Weaver. When Austin Smith caved into the pressure of Mitch Kellogg's legal team and left the podcast in disgrace, to which Austin Austin replied, my lawyer advises me to plead the fifth.
5: Right on. (laughs) We got an answer from Critical Missives. It said, I listen because every iteration of the show is entertaining and the hosts have great chemistry. I hope he's talking about us. (laughs) Uh, I found the show years ago because of its subject matter, but I, and I wager a lot of other folks have stayed because it's just damn fun to listen to. So thank you very much. Awesome.
6: Christopher, Smotherman, Austin, going crazy over the Orange Lantern recruit. Barrier and plasticity for 35 points. I had no idea why or how it was good. Just that moment sticks in my head for some reason. Loved all the sealed advice back then. (laughs)
5: They were always getting way excited about things And that was part of the reasons I listened to it too Uh, Citizen Collectible said Honestly, you guys get me to work More than that, listening to you guys Reminds me that this is a game And games are meant to be fun Favorite moment, yet to come Maybe I'll call in one day (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe
6: Uh, On Facebook, uh, some guy named Andrew Alderson uh, The one time we agreed about something You know, like chili and potato chips Or whatever (laughs) <laughs> that sounds about right
5: uh, we got one from Greg Miller it said dial H mean, means reliability for over my two years of listening I can continually count them to provide clean funny entertainment thank you too for helping to keep me sane at work may your next 100 episodes be just as fun and entertaining Greg oh man oh, yeah. another 100 episodes <laughs> Whew, that's a tall order, but we'll see what we can do.
6: All right, Facebook, David Colon, my favorite moment is when you nearly swept Bad Samaritan. I think me and Chris both say yes, we wish we could always sweep those.
9: I
5: will Uh, have my sweep one of these days, Calder. (laughs) One of these Uh, days. You will try. He Uh, listens uh, because you
6: guys are easily and relatable to talk to. Uh, when it comes to casual and competitive talk, you guys have passion for clicks and love to discuss them. My story is also told on one of the episodes.
5: Oh, man, we, I, I'm going to have to go back and listen. I I feel like when I get old and I quit the podcast and I'm going to go back and listen to just how bad I was at podcasting and just be like, <laughs> oh, ugh, so cringeworthy. But, <laughs> um, we got an answer from Enrageous. Uh, You guys always make my Monday morning commute so much more enjoyable. Here's to another 200 episodes. Uh, My favorite episodes are ones where no one has a hacking flu. (laughs) Yeah, those are my favorite episodes.
6: Those are bad, yeah. Sorry, I've
5: I've only been listening for less than a year, so that's like a 50% success rate for me. Well, that's fine. There are people jumping on. Hopefully, this will be a jumping on point for a great number of people. That's why we tried to make it as accessible as we could so that you guys could go out there and take 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 this to the local players in your gaming shop and just be like, "Guys, if you're ever going to start listening to a podcast, 200 episode 200 is probably this is a good jumping on Oh,
6: yeah, totally. And remember, guys, not every episode... If you're new, if you're listening to this, not every episode is going to be as long as Peter Jackson's King Kong, all right? (laughs) They do get shorter. They're not all going to be this big. Uh, Nathaniel Morris, when Hunter Smith explained while HeroClicks is a bad game. Oh, well, that was so long ago, if I had to pick a segment... (laughs) uh, His favorite segment is Hidden Gems.
5: It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, it was a better one probably when Hunter did it, but... (laughs) Um... I don't think that Hunter said it was a bad game. I think he said it was a game that was supposed to not have been competitive to begin with, and then people like shoehorned it into being a competitive game, and that's when it changed. So, um, Very much so. I have one more answer on Twitter, and that is going to be from Citizen Michael Miller. Uh, said, you are the only podcast that is willing to talk about the game casually. Since giving up my dream of being super amazing... It becomes hard to listen to only Meta Talk. That's what we're here for, guys. We are here to entertain you.
6: Darn right. Uh, We have a couple more on Facebook, so I'll try to be quick. David Herberger, two words. Bad Samaritan. But seriously, (laughs) you guys blend Meta and Casual really well. Thanks for the fun. Malcolm Rush, man from Japan. Since I can't play HeroClix, I began to listen to Dial H uh, to find out what was happening. And this is when I got hooked on the show. I enjoyed when the original gang got sidetracked and started to fight over silly things, you know, like chili or soda. And if anyone wants to try some strange soda, come to Japan. They have crazy flavors. I believe that. It's insane.
5: I would do that in a heartbeat, for sure.
6: Let's do it. Uh, Favorite moment is when they realized they had a listener who is Japanese or from Japan. And they asked who in Japan was listening to them. So I wrote in and they read my comment and began to answer my questions. This was when the first podcast I began to ask questions and they answered back. Because of Dial H, I began to ask other podcast questions to see and how they respond answered my silly questions. Since I can't play Heroclix, no. this podcast, I always felt like I was still part of the Heroclix community. And you definitely are, Malcolm. And it was Dial H, which gave me my podcast, you know, which, yeah, which gave me my Heroclix nickname, The Man from Japan. Yeah. I'm also happy to have his own segment now. And I will continue to send in crazy questions that make you guys think of it. And thank you. I hope dial h keeps going for a long time
5: uh thank you Malcolm seriously uh i there I don't know if there's anybody that has been as consistent in the history of dial h as you have with just sending in question after question, so it's good and it's great, and we love to answer it so if we can keep you attached to some American culture thing over here since you guys don't have hero clicks over over in Japan, by God we'll do it. <laughs>
6: Absolutely, freaking Citizen, Christian Bogan. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy listening to Dial H since I work third shift, and my work week starts Sunday nights, so the show makes my Mondays bearable. Sadly, my favorite part of the show hasn't happened yet, in which Chris sweeps the Bad Samaritan segment. Oh, it's enjoy... gonna happen! <laughs> it's gonna uh, happen! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Citizen Christian Bogan, but I will do anything I can in my power to keep that from happening. It's not that I don't like you. It's that I have a duty. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy hearing your thoughts on uh, current Heroclix content and other nerd-related stuff. Thank you for your dedication. Keep up the great work. Thank you. But uh, he, he won't be sweeping if I've got anything to say about it.
5: <laughs> One of these days, Calder. Uh,
6: uh, last two. All right. Tristan Campos. been listening for a couple years, and I do love the current hosts even better. Uh-huh. You guys make talking about Heroclix fun to listen to. I love the different segments, and you guys just don't take things too super serious. One of my current favorite things is Chris messing with the soundboard. Turtle clip cracks me up every time. Which one thank was it? The awesome, uh, thank you for your awesome podcast. I love turtles.
5: The, the I love turtles? Yep. Oh, oh okay. Hold on. Here we here go. I like turtles. There you go, man. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, let's see. Hold on. We have, and last. We have, we have, oh. one, we have one more. I'll try to find it, but you go
6: on. Okay. Last but certainly not least, we have the now supervillain Alleycaster, Ronnie Wheland. I have only been with the podcast five months. I like the casual comparisons and Bad Samaritan. I suck at it. Never got a fig yet. It's enjoyable to listen to during work. I really like to keep up to date with Hero Clicks and Nerd Stuff, and I really don't use it where interwebs to look at that stuff. And so I'm glad that we can be a reliable source for you. Ronnie Wheeler or Adley Caster. And that wraps up all the amazing memories and stuff, and just comments that people have given us on
0: Facebook.
5: Okay, so uh, here's for Mr. Campos.
0: Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the
4: turtles? Where are they?
5: Okay, um, we really, really appreciate all of the answers that you guys give in and the wonderful things that you said not about not just about us but about our predecessors for dial h because this is a brand and uh we're just going to keep doing what this brand does which is going to keep giving you guys some more content so uh i want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart um thank you to all of our patrons that are out there for sure all of you guys are making this podcast keep on chugging along uh so thank you very much uh we got a little bit more on community though, so uh, we can get on to that in just a second. But Calder, is there anything you wanted to say?
7: Yeah,
6: I wanna say we probably have one of the greatest communities a podcast could ever ask for or hope for, especially in Here Glix. And I'm just so glad that we get to be a part of your week and you know, a part of your you know, just your listening hours, your alone time, whatever you do. I'm so glad you choose to spend it with us. You don't know how much uh, this you know how much this means to me, being a guy who always listens to podcasts. And knowing that someone else is taking enjoyment from podcasts, and I'm doing so, thank you guys for listening.
5: Okay, so we do have one just uh, blanket message that was sent sent to us on Twitter from Citizen Collectible. Uh, he said, "For episode 200, uh, do you each have one single all-time favorite piece, Calder? Do you have one?"
6: I do, and if you know me, you know what it is. It is the 061 or whatever it was, zombie Red Skull from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I love this piece for a lot of different reasons. I'm not going to go super in-depth to it. You guys mostly know what it does. I'm a huge zombie guy, and when I heard they were redoing like zombie chases, I got excited. The only zombie I wanted was Red Skull, so I could have him with Colonel America, and I got that. And also, just going to be a little touchy-feely about this. When that figure was uh, previewed, I had a family member in the hospital, and I was kind of like a little depressed, and then I was just scrolling through Facebook, and I saw that figure preview, and that that made my day. And just the amount of joy I had when I saw that figure, and the fact that that was the one I pulled from my Guardians of the Galaxy brick, it just, the stars were aligning, getting that figure, and I loved it. I, I literally played that figure just on every single team for months after I got it.
5: Uh, My all-time single – single all-time favorite piece is going to be a a cheat. I have said this before on the podcast, and I am definitely not going to go into these dials, but it is the Ant-Man Hank Pym legacy box for sure. My – probably my favorite best moment in all of Heroclix ever happened with an ant pog, which sounds so dumb on on the surface, but it was just one of those – Babe Ruth's, like, walking out to the plate, calling the shot moments, and I don't think that that will... Nothing in the game of Heroclix will ever top that, and I just, I love the mechanics of that box set. I love Hank Pym as a character. Uh, Legitimately, I'm one of the very few people on Earth that love him as a character, and then I just... Size-changing powers have always been cool to me, so the character and his power are just unbelievable. So that's that's my answer. I just love Hank Pym's Legacy Box Set. Uh, he, the second question that Col- Citizen Collectibles said was, also, how did you guys get into the game? Calder, uh, do you want to give a shortened uh, version?
6: <laughs> really quick version. i said this before. Um, I don't know if you're a where I'm from pretty much, because I live in the middle of nowhere. I got into it because I watched Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and then once I saw him start unboxing air clicks I was like, wow, what the heck are these? I bought a Brick of Captain America and the Avengers starter set, taught myself how to play, went to my first tournament, figured out I have no idea how to play, and actually <laughs> got stomped, and that's it. You know, I, I saw Glass Cabinet Films, and he got me hooked. Uh,
5: I started playing when I was 14 years old. I am 28 now. And I was walking through a Meijer's, a Meijer, it's a convenience store, grocery store, if you're not familiar with that. And they're in mostly the Midwest, but there's some other places. Um, I was just walking through the toy aisle with my brother, and we saw the original Infinity, uh, wait, not Infinity, Infinity Challenge. Yeah, Infinity Challenge starter set with the uh, transparent window where you could see some of the figures. We had no idea what it was. We had our mom buy it for us because we were fourteen and didn't have any money. We taught ourselves how to play, and it just it caught popularity not just with us, but I brought it back to my hometown in southern Illinois, and I taught some of my friends how to play. And I kind of I've been playing ever since. I took I've taken a couple short hiatuses over the years, but for some reason this game always kind of just draws me back into it, and I've been playing ever since. So. Awesome, okay, well, that is the community that is episode two hundred. Oh my gosh, this milestone is insane. uh once again, just want to say thank you for everybody that contributed to this podcast, not just for the people that wrote into the community but also the patrons that didn't, also all of the content creators that agreed to jump in on this episode and help us celebrate episode two hundred because. There aren't very many web uh, web podcasts out there that are going to run 200 episodes, um, let alone a Heroclix one. (laughs) Very true. So um, that's all I have to say. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for everyone out there that has been a part of this. Um, And Calder, you got anything else?
6: You know what? It's been such an amazing journey. I want to thank you guys all for listening along and taking it with us. And as per the usual, I guess I will read us out. As a reminder, Dial H for HeroFlix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroFlix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com.
5: Bye, guys. Hell
6: yeah.
4: Not 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 nice off.